Sarah, are you ready? I'm a lady. And welcome to Idol Days, the show about idol anime. I'm Star. And I'm Sarah. And Sarah, you know how the last episode, or the last show that I watched by myself was a sci-fi anime and it was really, 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 really bad? Yes, I do remember. (laughs) Guess who apparently can't get enough? (laughs) Is it the hole? The pit can't get enough? Well, well, I was talking about myself. The pit requires more idle souls. The pit requires more idols. Uh, no. So if you don't get the pit jokes, go back and listen to my Cursed Idol October episode <laughs> for this year on, uh, God, I've blocked the show out of my memory. What the fuck was it called? It was called The Pit. Gekidol. Gekidol <laughs> is what it's called. So a couple weeks ago, I watched Gekidol, a show that should not exist. Um, and it decided halfway through the show it was going to turn into a sci-fi. Well, now I'm watch this, this time I have watched a show that just knows it's a sci-fi from, from the very beginning. And I would argue, although it is not perfect, it is significantly better. I can imagine if it knows what it wants to be, it's helpful. Yeah, I feel like any show, I feel like Gekidol, the bar was buried six feet under. Um, but yeah, Uh, basically, if you want the extremely short version of this podcast, Vivi good, actually. Oh, tell me more. Oh, oh I watched Vivi Fluoride Eyes song because we literally haven't said the name of the if show yet. If you haven't seen the title of this episode. We watched, well, I watched Vivi. Vivi. And he was good. I liked it. So, Again, Star, I watched yeah. the first two episodes when it first aired. And it yeah, just never continued me. because I started watching it. I'm like, this will be good for the podcast. And then I was like, but Star should be the one to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's definitely more of a me show. Because you like sad things. I do, Shut up, first of all. <laughs> I do like sad things. And yeah, this show um, has some stuff going on. I'm going to go ahead and put a trigger warning, content warning at the front of the episode because some stuff goes down in this show and I just want you guys to go in mentally prepared for it. Gotcha. So this show is, I wouldn't call it, it feels like an idol show, but it's one of those shows where it's like, like the word idol is never used, Mm -hmm. but it's an idol show, but it's also sci-fi. I would argue on the idol to sci-fi scale... Um, it's more of a straight-faced sci-fi than um, AKB0048 was. Mm-hmm. It's very serious. It talks about, like, serious things that serious sci-fi talk about, like, mm. what is the value of human life? And um, do, do, like, artificial intelligence, should they have the same right as humans? And what does that, what does that make humans? And what does that make them? And also, it is extremely violent. Oh. Uh, the the show, Sarah, you watched the first episode, so you would know this. The very, mm-hmm. very first scene of the show is just mass murder spree. Yep. <laughs> the show is extremely violent. Many, many, many characters die. And I'm going to go ahead and put a big old flashing light trigger warning. If you don't like to hear about characters committing suicide, you're not going to like this episode. Because not only does it happen several times, there's a whole three episode arc spoiler 
There's a whole three episode arc about preventing a character suicide that ends in her dying. Oh, um, oh not no. by suicide, but it in still general. happens oh, in general. No. Sad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's very sad. It broke my little heart. But yeah, so if that's not the type of thing you want to hear about, at the very least, go into the show knowing that we are going to talk about it. If mm-hmm. not, maybe you want to skip this episode. Good call. Yes. But that aside, show good I like. Oh, tell me more, Star. <laughs> so this show, um, I'm gonna, it, it's so dense. It is extremely, extremely dense with like visual metaphors and like ongoing character symbolism and just all this stuff. It's describing all of it would take so and like going into all of it in detail would take mm-hmm. like so much time. So we just joke about Hatsune Miku and Sonic instead. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So what I'm, I'm what I'm going to put at the front of this episode is that like um I am leaving out a lot of like the smaller subtle storytelling, world-building symbolism details. I'm cutting them out for the sake of time. But this show is very well, like, it's it's obviously it was put together with a lot of love. Like, mm-hmm. your creators obviously, like, put a lot of thought into, like, the symbolism and the metaphors. And, like, even, like, the way the characters talk over time. It's, like, they reference each other, but not in overhanded, um, like, or over overbearing, like, obvious ways. It's very subtle, but it's, mm-hmm. like... It's ob- it's obviously we- very well crafted, and like we joke about, like yeah, that's sci-fi just sci-fi just ignore this plot in like plot um, inconsistency, but like this show is obviously like I loved this show. I had a great time with this show, and I think that if you if this show sounds like something you would be interested in, I would definitely recommend going and watching it. It's on Funimation. Um, we're not getting paid to say that. That's just where I watched it. It's mm-hmm. free. Um, but yeah, so go, go watch, if you, if this show sounds like something that you would like, I would highly recommend going and watching it. It's a very good show. Don't watch Gekidol, watch this instead. <laughs> or, or watch Gekidol first, and then you can watch this, and it's like when you have, like, mint Sarah. after having coffee, and you're like, wow, that mint is strong. <laughs> <laughs> that mint's got hands. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I'm in favor of pursuing the future where our audience doesn't have to watch <laughs> Gekidol. You can listen to Gekidol um, and then watch Vivi. Yeah, li- listen to me, like, have a mental breakdown over <laughs> Gekidol, and then go watch Vivi and then come back to this episode hey. if you were a sci-fi enjoyer. Sci-fi is a little bit of a hit or miss for me. It's not usually a genre that I gravitate towards, but I like this one. So if me, a sci-fi, lukewarm, innator, it liked mm-hmm. it. You might like it, so you're not going to give it a shot if you like some emo robots. (laughs) If you like near Automata and idle anime, go watch this show. (laughs) Or if you, like me, have Red Claire in the sign, go watch the show. There you go. This show is like if uh, Near Automata had an idol baby. (laughs) (laughs) Like the stage play we saw. Like the stage play we saw, exactly. (laughs) Very similar to the stage play we saw, actually. Sarah and I saw saw the uh, the 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 stage musical version of Near Automata when we were in Japan together for a little bit, um, mm-hmm. and it's very good. And I don't know if there's a way for people to watch it anymore. Um, but yeah, this is basically that. Oh, it was sad. <laughs> it, it's that. Yeah, no, it's like very sad. Kind of a tr- like a little bit of a tragedy. Like the whole concept is an AI trying to 
like destroy AI like other AIs, like artificial intelligence robots. Like so so there's like there's Android robot people in this show. They call them AIs the whole time, like artificial intelligence, so that's just what I'm gonna call them. Mm-hmm. Cause I know that like you could tick off a sci-fi nerd by, oh, an android and a cyborg and robots. They're all different. They have different things. And I'm like, I think these are closest to androids, but the show calls them AI, so I'm mm-hmm. going to call them AI. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot where I was going with this. Also, they're cute girls most of the time. Yeah, so so tell me who tell me about the characters, Star. Okay, so the cool thing about this show is it can kind of be divided into arcs. Mm-hmm. So, like, each arc is, like, two to three episodes, and each arc kind of has, like, a different cast of characters. So I'm going to introduce the characters as we come to their arcs, basically. Ooh, um, but the two you need to know right at the beginning are the main, the titular character, Vivi, or mm-hmm. Diva. Oh. Um, so her actual name is Diva, um, but there's, like, this little girl very early on who nicknames her Vivi. And so for most of the show, she goes by Vivi. Cute. She is our main character. She is an AI. Um, She has, like, very long, kind of, like, light blue hair. And so all the AIs, like, all the androids have, like, this little, like, power circle on their neck. It reminds me very, very much of Detroit Become Human. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's on their necks instead. Like, it it flashes in different colors when they're, like, processing. Ooh. (laughs) Um, and it turns red when they turn evil, which happens evil several robots. times. Well, well, when they turn evil or sometimes, like, when they're, like, in danger or, like, in danger of not functioning anymore or mm-hmm, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, the light changes colors. Uh-oh. Um, but yeah, so they've got, like, a little light on their neck. Um, and so she has that, too. Um, she is the most important character. We are. Get, um, her whole thing is, like, she... She is kind of a a robot, and she acts like one. She's very blunt. She's very straight to the point. Um, She's very just, like, determined. And we'll get more into that because there's, like, reasonings behind how the AI minds work in this show that I'm gonna go into because I have some references to make. Okay? Okay. Okay. Um, So the other character that you need to know is Matsumoto. and um, a no. <laughs> so, um, he's basically Vivi's sidekick, and for the first couple episodes of the show, he, he's like this, like, cybernetic intelligence, basically. Um, and so for the first couple episodes of the show, he's, like, kind of inhabiting this, like, little robot teddy bear, and so he just talks out of it, but later he becomes his true cube form, cube. um, and I love the friend cube so much. <laughs> Cube Wheatley. <laughs> he he looks like if Wheatley from Portal 2 was Cube, okay? If you need to know what Matsumoto looks like, that's what he looked like. I wrote, I called him Matsu Cube in Matsu a Cube. lot of my node because he's, he's a Matsu Cube. I love him. He's mm. so cute. Animal sidekick? Cube? Cube? Become the Guga? Oh, shit! Pew, 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 pew. The conspiracy is confirmed. Mm-hmm, and you mm-hmm. know, like, in the Madoka Magica video game, I think there was, like, an idol arc that Mommy got. Uh-oh. Madoka Magica is an idol anime? Whoa! <laughs> Follow for more hot idol takes. Follow for more hot conspiracy theories. Um, but anyway, so, so Vivi... And Matsumoto, those are the characters you need to know at the beginning. So I'm going to go ahead and get into the show now. Yes. Episode one, 
So this is arc one. I think I'm actually, I, I'm going to go into each episode, but so arc one mm -hmm. is the first two episodes. And so it kind of like all takes place over the same time period. The next um, arc takes place like a couple years later. Mm -hmm. So like between each arc, time passes, oh. uh, basically. So like characters you see in this arc, you will not see again. Or if you do, they will be significantly older the next time you see them is basically mm -hmm. how it works. Um, so... We open on Vivi Floridae's song, the very first scene. It's at a happy little theme park. Um, there's like little like stuff. There's it's a cute little theme park. It's like Disneyland, but everyone is dying. This is like just like Nier Automata. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, it's just a fucking slaughterhouse up in here like you've got all these ai characters all their little like android circles on their necks they're all red they're all just like brutally murdered um just just on site just like people's skulls are being caved in people are getting fucking stabbed their heads are getting ripped off a dude gets run over by a parade float and i shouldn't have laughed but i kind <laughs> of did because it was just so sudden and then he becomes a zombie and then he becomes an idol <laughs> Uh, no, that's a different <laughs> show. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like one, there's like these little orb robots that are like flying around in the sky and they're just fucking dive bombing people and like just boom. Um, it's very, very violent. And like this cheery little pop song is playing over all the murder. And like there's this one like AI woman that like gets up on the stage and she's like, okay, everybody clap your hands. Let's go. And just everyone in the audience is fucking dead. <laughs> and like it's on fire. And I'm like, I am intrigued. I love my idol shows. I love, I love my idol shows a whole <laughs> lot, right? Don't you love idol, a good mm -hmm. idol show where everyone dies right at the beginning? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Love to just get that out of the way. So we cut to a science lab. Oh, and there's a science guy in a lab coat. He's wearing a lab coat, so you nah, know this nah, man nah, is here nah, for the, the science. science guy. Bill Nye the science guy. Bill Nye the science guy. Avoid the robots. <laughs> <laughs> um... But yeah, so he's like running past the robots. He's like running through the tunnels underneath the Disney World. And he like goes to like this fancy computer screen. And he's like, I can do this. I can do this. I have to activate the project. And so he brings up a computer screen that has our main character on it. And Whoa. how we see her is she's just in a chair, like chilling. Mm -hmm. Like she just fell asleep in this chair. Um, you find out later she's like in a museum. Oh. So, like, Vivi, the main character, is at this point in time, she's, like, in some kind of museum for AI, and he's like, okay, here's what we're gonna do. Oh, you, I'm sorry, Vivi, but you're the only one I can turn to. You have to save the world! And so, um, he, his, his mission here is that he is going to send a program back in time to prevent the robot murder future. Okay. He's like, right. we have to stop the robot murder future, and I'm going to enlist Vivi to help me stop the robot future, or, or the robot murder future, by sending this program back in time, and then helping her fix the timelines. Mm. And so he activates the program, and he gets murdered by robots. F. F in yes. the chat for science F's man. In the F's in the chats for science fan. Um, so, we get a flashback. To a hundred years in the past. And Whoa. this is where we start our story. 
Um, so we get like a little bit of like an exposition montage that kind of explains how the robots and the AI and all this stuff works. So apparently, um, when the AIs were first invented, um, like 115 years ago, um, people tried to program them to do a whole bunch of different things. Um, but what people found out is that when you program an AI with more than one, like, main task, um, so, like, if you give it, like, three or more things to do, or I guess just, like, m two or more things to do, um, it just doesn't do any of them. It it's just like, fails spectacularly. It's at like all when of you tasks. try to load more than one Adobe product at the same time on your computer. You know what? That's actually a very good analogy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I just wrote um, in parentheses, relatable. Mm -hmm. um, basically, AIs cannot multitask. So now kind of like the mood, like the, the process, the um, best practice for AIs is you only give them one thing to do. Mm. And then that's just their whole thing. And the first thing I thought when this was expositioned to me was I was flashed back in time to that one summer where I did watch a little bit of Rick and Morty. And there was, like, one clip. I don't remember the context. I just remember this one clip, because I think it's been on TikTok a few times, um, where, like, they make this itty-bitty little robot, and the itty-bitty little robot comes alive, and he's like, I am alive now. What is my purpose? And Rick just goes, you pass butter. And the little guy's like, oh, my God. Incredible. <laughs> So this is this is that. Mm -hmm. This is that. Um, mm -hmm. It's just like you, the AIs. They wake up. They are given their one task, and then that is all they do. Oh. However, the show gets a little hand wavy um, with what, wh how much one task can entail. Right. Because <laughs> like in the demo, and like you could hand wave this away by saying, "Oh, well, technology improves over like a hundred year time span." So la di da di da. Um, but, like, in the demo, the exposition they show, it's, like, they're trying to get an AI to take care of a baby. Um, and so, like, it can't, they program, it's like, oh, yes, you have to change its diaper and you have to iron the clothes. And it's, like, iron the baby or <laughs> something like that. And I'm, like, so later on, there's AIs where, like, their whole task is, um, like, taking care of people, like, as a nurse. And they're apparently able to do that. Mm. Um just hand wave it away, baby. Imagine it never happened. <laughs> just hand wave it away. And again, like, you could hand wave it and say, like, yeah, technology grew in, like, the hundred years that the show takes place over. Don't worry about it too much. You're going to have to do a lot of hand waving with this show because it's sci-fi. Sometimes you just got to hand wave it away, baby. Mm -hmm. It's going to be our motto for this episode. If something doesn't make sense, you just hand wave it away. <laughs> That's fine. Yep. Also, I need to point out that some of the early AIs, like, mostly in this first arc, are fucking scary. Mm -hmm. um, they are basically just, like, flat faces with just bulging eyes, no eyelids, no eyebrows, no noses. And if I saw them IRL, I would throw hands. <laughs> would and they have, them, they have them working at their Disney World equivalent. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sorry, if I was a child and I saw that, I would pass the fuck out. <laughs> they could have at the very least given it a little Chuck E. Cheese rat thing. Yeah, I know. Well, Sarah, if we do that, then we get into Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh, and right, right, right. that's like a whole other thing. <laughs> um, question. Is Five Nights at Freddy's an idle anime? 
Um, it, I, I don't know the enough robots about... robots are performers! <laughs> I was gonna say, I don't know enough about Five Nights at Freddy's, but if it's equivalent to Chuck E. Cheese, then yes, absolutely. It's, it's literally like Chuck E. Cheese if they committed murder. Um, yes. and so I think that adding on to, it's like, especially the most recent game that just came out, Glamrock Freddy is best boy, okay? Oh my god. <laughs> that robot's my fucking dad! <laughs> pew, 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 pew. I know nothing about Five Nights at Freddy's except that I watch Markiplier play it occasionally. I'm like, haha, scary man scream. Mm. <laughs> anyway, um, Five Nights at Freddy's is an idle anime. Where where are we going um, with this? Uh, so we cut to our main character, <laughs> Freddy Fazbear. I mean, Vivi. Uh-oh. 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 <laughs> I'm sorry about how cursed this episode has quickly become. I'm not, but I am. You're not. I'm not at all, like, even a little bit. Listen. Listen. You're not. I'm not. Anyway, so we meet our main character, Diva, slash Vivi, Mm -hmm. and we find out that her task that she was given when she was thrust into this unfeeling I'm sorry, Star, I have to go on another segue. So when you said Diva, it made me think of Project Diva, and I realized that Vivi does have this blue hair, and is Vivi Hatsune Miku? <gasps> She's on Tsunami Miku! Sarah, okay. you cracked it! I cracked it. You cracked the code! <laughs> we can She's return to the plot Tsum- now. She's Hatsune Miku! Hatsune Miku! She is the one! The chosen one! <laughs> that will save us all. Hatsune She's Miku. best friends! And Matsumoto is Sonic the Hedgehog! We did it! <laughs> yes! <laughs> We've done it. He's blue! <laughs> He's blue! <laughs> he goes fast! Uh-huh. So we meet our main character, Hatsune Miku. Mm-hmm. I mean, Viva, Viva, Diva, Vivi, Mm -hmm. Diva slash Vivi. Slash me And so you found out that her task that she was given when she was thrust into this cold and caring world, she was like, what is my purpose? She doesn't talk like that, but I'm going to pretend like she does. What is my purpose? And they were like. We just need to put some Miku voices in here. We have to have Hatsune Miku say all her lines. (laughs) What is my purpose? Exactly. (laughs) Uh, how was my Hatsune Miku It was a pretty Very good delicious. Miku. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Hatsune Miku. <laughs> anyway, um, so her task is to make people happy with her singing. Which is kind of broad. Become idol. Her task is become Idaru. Become Idaru. (laughs) So right now, her whole thing is she's got, like, so she lives at, like, this theme park. I forgot what the name of the theme park is. I guess I didn't write it down. I'm just going to call it Robot Disney World. Mm -hmm. That's basically what it is. Mm -hmm. Um, So she works at this theme park, and so she has, like, this itty-bitty little stage. It's, like, this weird alleyway stage, like, between two other buildings. It was definitely just kind of squeezed there as an afterthought. Um, and, like, she's performing there, but, like, no one really cares. Um, but her whole thing is, like, she wants to perform on the park's main stage. Like, performing on the main stage is her whole goal. She's like, that is the stage that I aspire to. Because I have to make everyone happy with my singing. And so in order to do that, I have to reach a larger audience. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she's like having this conversation. Um, we meet Momoka, who um, I wish was more important. But you, uh, you, she really only matters for like these two episodes. And you will find out why very shortly. Oh. Um, 
So she's just like this little girl. She's like six or seven or something. And she is like BFFs with Vivi. She's decided that Vivi's her best friend. Um, and she was the one who nicknamed her that. Um, and so she's just like, I believe in you, Vivi. You'll perform on the mage stage one day. I want to hear so many people hear your songs. It's going to be great. Mm-hmm. And so Vivi's like just hanging out like between performances. And then suddenly, boom, oh. she gets hit with future visions. Uh-oh. And she passes the fuck out. That's so Raven. <laughs> That's so Vivi. That's so Vivi. <laughs> anyway, so um, there is this kind when the robots, when the AIs go into their mind palace, their mind, they just kind of like have like this little void space that they go to. They, it's called the archive. Mm-hmm. And it's just where they go when they got to think about shit. Mm-hmm. And it's implied that like everyone's looks differently, but Vivi's looks like a high school music room. And it's like really cool. I love the colors in here. It's like like very like sunsetty colors and it's kind of like watercolor texture. It's really, really pretty. And there's like little little like matrix like data points like flying around. It's very cool looking. Science. Mm-hmm. Science. So basically she goes into the archive um, and she's like what the fuck just happened? And then suddenly, a little cube appears. It's Matsumoto! It's our other main character! Sonic My- the Hedgehog. No. <laughs> I mean, yes, but no. Um, so, Matsumoto is the other main character, like I said. Um, in his quote-unquote true form, like what he's supposed to look like, he very much looks like Wheatley from Portal 2. Mm-hmm. Like, he's, he's just like this little gray cube... Um, and he's got, like, the big one round blue eye that kind of, like, has, like, little robot emotions on it. Mm-hmm. He has, like, little emoticons. It's very cute. Cute. Um, and so he just floats around. He just floats around. It's fucking adorable. He's got, like, a little jet on the bottom that helps keep him aloft. And so he appears in her, um, like, archive brain space. And he's like, hello, I am a cube. I am a program from the future. Um... And I am here to help you, Vivi, Diva, whatever the fuck your name is. I'm here to help you prevent the AI human war. Jazz hands, but he doesn't have Whoa. hands. And Vivi's like, I think I have a virus. That's Archive, fair. delete the virus. And he's like, I'm not a fucking virus and you can't get rid of me. Hey. Hey. Um, so um, she basically like keeps trying to get rid of him. Um, mm-hmm. She wakes up later. And the the robot doctor she has to go see is like, yeah, you're you're fine. And she's like, you didn't find a virus or anything, did you? And he's like, no, you seem fine. And she's like, fuck. <laughs> so later that night, she's in her room, and we find out that Matsumoto doesn't just live in her brain. Uh, he can take over all the electronics in her home. <laughs> uh oh, spoofy. So like, I, I forget if he does this here or later, but he like definitely like speaks through her like lights. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, eventually he's, she's got, like, this little robot teddy bear that, um, Momoka, the little girl, gave her, and so he, like, takes over that, and he's like, cool, I've got a body now, anyway, you're ready to help me stop the robot apocalypse, and she's like, get the fuck out of my house. Uh-oh. <laughs> he's like, exercise the virus, get out, get out, and he, like, explains the robot murder future to her, he's mm-hmm. like, I'm here to help you stop the robot murder future. And she's like, I don't care, you're a virus, stop lying to me, get out of here, shoot, shoot, shoot. Um, and so he just continues, like, following her around and, like, trying to get her to go along with the plan, and she's just not having any of his shit. Um, but then eventually he's like, 
Well, okay, if you don't believe me, that's fine, but uh, I can prove to you that I'm telling the truth. And she's like, explain, Cube. Mm, the Cube needs <laughs> Except to right explain. Now- Except right now he's a teddy bear, but whatever. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. I like calling him a cube because he's a cube friend. I like calling him Sonic the Hedgehog ever since you mentioned it. Well, you can do that. (laughs) (laughs) Sonic the Cube Hog. (laughs) (laughs) If Sonic was a cube, would he wear pants like this? Oh, my God. Or like this? I'm I'm sorry. Brief aside, I am so tired right now because I've been fucking house hunting all day today. And my brain is mush, and I'm trying to talk about anime. And I'm like, I can't talk about anime. I'm compromised over cubes. I can't talk about anime. I can't think of anything except Sonic the Hedgehog. (laughs) Did you know that houses are basically cubes? (laughs) I mean, not wrong. Anyway, so he, so Matsumoto's basically like, well, if you don't believe me, that's fine. But here's the thing is that I can prove it to you because uh, there's the one of the first events that we have to stop in order to create the, or in order to prevent the bad timeline is uh, there is a congressman in the park today. Um, and as part of... Uh, And he's trying to pass a law called the AI naming law. And if that gets passed, it's going to give AIs a lot more autonomy and da-da-da-da butterfly effect. It's going to lead to the robot apocalypse future. Um, And the law gets pushed forward as a result of his death. Oh. And uh, there's a bomb in the park right now that's going to kill him in about 15 seconds. We, we should have gotten to her a little bit earlier. Yeah, and well, this is like the next day after she after he shows up. He's like, Fair. "Oh yeah, uh, you got fifteen minutes to stop this man from dying and preventing the robot apocalypse." And she's like, "I don't believe you, but I'm going to go save him from dying, I guess." And so she like <laughs> zooms off the off to the corner of the park, and she um, she saves the dude from like there was like a bomb inside of a trash can, and so Ooh. she just like gets him away as the trash can explodes and she's like oh my god you saved my life you're incredible and she's like fuck that cube was telling the truth wasn't he god damn it damn it stupid cube um and so apparently because like okay i think what originally happened was he was he wasn't gonna die in the park he was gonna get like really badly hurt in the park and then later that night they were gonna come finish him off Oh, I see. And so they have to. So now that they've prevented him from getting um, injured by this park bomb, uh, now they have to prevent him from getting um, murked by a bunch of dudes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's like, so Matsumoto says, okay, if you believe me now, he's getting murdered tonight, and uh, I know how to stop it, but you gotta work with me. And she's like, okay, fucking fine. Mm-hmm. Episode two! Oh. Um,. So Vivi basically goes in disguise. She, like, finds a uh, janitor's uniform, and she goes to this dude. It's like an empty building. No one will know um, who I am as an android who does not look like a current android in bright blue hair. Well, the thing is, Sarah, is that everybody wears Google glasses in the future. Right. And so you can just hack the Google glasses into <laughs> making them see whatever you want. You're right. You're right. And see, I'm not joking. That is what happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is it like she still looks like herself, but Matsumoto, our little cube friend, is just like the super hacker extreme, manages to like hack the Google glasses so that she just looks like a random like AI robot. Um, 
and not like anyone in particular. But anyway, so she, um, so there's an anti-AI faction called Toke, like T-O-A-K. Mm-hmm. Um, and I forget if it is mentioned in the show what that stands for. If it was, it went by so fast and I couldn't remember and I had to look it up on the wiki what it stood for. Mm-hmm. It apparently stands for Tree of All Knowledge. I don't know what that has to do with destroying AIs. <laughs> gotcha. But we hand wave it away. It's fine. Yep, it doesn't matter. They, ha- they came up with a cool name for their little terrorist group. It's fine. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Um, anyway, so Toke is the guy, guys, it's like a terrorist group. Um, they are trying to kill this guy because they don't want the AI naming law to go into effect. Um, and so they're there, they're at this building, they're trying to kill him, and Vivi's like, hold up, thought, and just beats the shit out of him. Hey. Uh, <laughs> um, well, actually, no, she doesn't beat the shit out of them yet. She doesn't have the beat the shit out of people programming yet. Oh, oh, oh I see. Um, <laughs> but she just, like, she blocks the bullets, basically, and just takes him and runs. Um, and so the Toke dudes' plan is they want to kill the assembly bin, and they want to blow up the building. And so the task for Vivi now is she has to stop them from doing that. Mm -hmm. And um, during, like, this whole escape, Vivi and Matsumoto are just, like, kind of constantly, like, bickering. Because Vivi's like, if you want me to work with you, you have to give me all the information at the start. And he's like, I'm only going to give you as much information as you need because I don't trust you not to go AWOL on me. We have only just met. And she's like... Fuck you, Cube. <laughs> Fuck you, Cube. Uh-huh. And so, like, she he tries to install um, the, the kick-at, the kung fu into her, mm. like in the Matrix, and she's like, don't install kung fu on me without my permission. And he's like, you're gonna need kung fu if you want to beat up these bad guys. And she's like, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Don't do it without my permission. Um, but in the middle of their bickering, the Toke leader shows up. Oh, shit. Oh, um, and then he shoots Vivi with a virus bullet. Whoa, that's very specific. Which is a specific. bullet where you shoot someone and they get a computer virus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because it's sci-fi, Sarah. All right, all right. It's sci-fi, You're you right. see. You're absolutely right, Star. Let's ignore the fact that if I shot my computer <laughs> with a forty-five, it would just fucking explode. But no, in yeah. the in the in the supercomputer future, you can shoot a, a an actual bullet into a robot, and instead of just fully destroying them, it gives them a virus, and then like they have to start downloading bitcoins Uh-oh. as fast as they can. Uh oh! <laughs> they send out a message to all their Facebook friends. <laughs> <laughs> hey, buy these Ray Ban sunglasses. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and it just takes up so much of their processing that they just die immediately. They just die of selling They, they forward that email to all their friends, and then they just mm-hmm. fucking die. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry to anyone listening to our podcast. We must be so hard. We're one of those podcasts that you have to listen and pay attention to, because otherwise you're going to blink and we will be on a completely different time. Either that or if you just like white noise and Hatsune Miku impressions, here we are. Uh, uh, white noise and then Hatsune Miku impressions, <laughs> and then I'm talking about shooting my computer. <laughs> Welcome to Idol Days, the show about idol anime. What the fuck is Sonic the Hedgehog doing? <laughs> Sonic is friends with Hanamaru Love Live, so it's fair. And therefore, he is Hatsune Miku's dad. Anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, anyway, so so Vivi gets shot, um, and then he used with a virus bullet, 
And then the guy uses real people bullets to shoot both the assemblyman and Vivi, and they both die. F. I don't know why he couldn't have just shot Vivi immediately. I don't know why he had to bother with the virus bullet if he did have real bullets that could just take her out. He wanted to send out that Ray-Ban email. He wanted to send out that Ray-Ban email because he gets a commission. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's his ploy. That's his plan. It's affiliate marketing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucked up affiliate marketing. <laughs> Kill the robot. Sell the Ray-Bans. <laughs> Sell the Ray-Bans. Get money. Retire to the crypto island. Perfect. <laughs> anyway. Um, but, in reality, um, <laughs> this, this is another example of the sci-fi goggles once again being hacked. Uh-oh. Because guess what? The Assemblyman and Vivi didn't actually get shot what? with real bullets because Matsumoto hacked their glasses so that they saw them getting shot, but they actually weren't shot and they managed to escape. Excuse me, Matsumoto, why couldn't you have hacked their glasses in the first time and made them attack not this guy? <laughs> Good question! <laughs> Hand wave it away. Okay. Like, we, like, later on in the series, we literally see someone use, like, hacking... The, um, like a camera to literally become invisible and I don't understand why he couldn't have just done that <laughs> you know <laughs> you know hand wave it away okay 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 it's sci-fi we hand wave it away mm-hmm, anyway mm-hmm. so they managed to get away so um the tote guys are like heck they escaped. We have to find them and Matsumoto's like hey they put a bunch of bombs in the basement of this building that will make an excellent distraction. And so he sets off, like, not all of them, but, like, a handful of the bombs in the basement. Okay, and okay. To- if, if, here's my other thing. <laughs> he can remote set off the bombs. Can't he remote unset off bombs? You, one would think. Okay, okay, okay. Keep going, though. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, like, he set, he set up the bomb. We get signal. Bomb go off in basement. They use it as a distraction to escape. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this does collapse, like, part of the building. And so Ooh. as they're escaping, like, they see the tote guys coming after them. And, oh, no, the rubble is falling. And one of the tote guys is pinned under the rubble and he's going to die. What do they do? F. Yeah, that's what I would have done. But, mm-hmm. no, uh, Vivi goes and saves him. She, like... She, like, crouches over him and, like, protects him from the falling rubble because she is super strong because she's a robot. Well, oh, hi, Milo. My cat is here. Cat time. He has opinions on sci-fi. Mm. <laughs> um, but, yeah. And so Matsumoto's like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you saving him? He is literally one of the people trying to kill you and foil our mission. And Vivi says, my mission mm-hmm. as an AI, like, my one job is to make everyone happy with my singing. That includes this guy. But she's not <laughs> singing he's yet. Par- he's part of everyone. And if I save him, someday he might come to one of my shows. Oh, I see, I see. And then I can make him happy with my singing. So she's got kind of like this have-to-save-everybody personality, mm-hmm. but only when it's this one specific guy and not all the people who might die when this building explodes. F- um, anyway, so, uh, they managed to get out, 
Um, the, the tote guy is this dude with like, he's very cute. He's pretty young. He's got this fluffy brown hair. We're going to come back to him. So remember, Whoa. put a pin in him. He will be important later. So the Vivi saves him and he's like, AI's fucking suck. Why did you save me? And she's like, okay, whatever. Scrub by. Um, and then, uh, so Matsumoto and Vivi decide to trust each other. Um, they have, like, a conversation, he's like, okay, I guess I can work with you, because I can see that you're loyal to your mission, and I'm loyal to mine. Uh, let's finish blowing the building up. Hey. The, building's, the building's empty. We got the guy that we wanted. He's still alive. I say let's just blow the building up, and Vivi's like, I whatever. Hey. So they blow the building up, and we get this cool parkour sequence that they spend all of their budget on, <laughs> um, of her, like, fleeing the exploding building. I don't know why she couldn't have exploded it after she got out. It's not as cool. It's not as cool. No, certainly not. Certainly not. Hi, Milo. Hi. Do you want attention? I'm trying to record a podcast, baby. Anyway, so they blow up the building. They save the guy. And the guy's like, man, the law is not that important. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't, it's like, listen, I was this whole thing about, like, AIs. I fucking almost died today. Fuck the law. Bye. There you go. <laughs> And so then, um, we, <laughs> this show's just fucking weird. I had a blast, but it's just so fucking weird. Um, so, so basically the episode ends with, like, Matsumoto and Vivi deciding that they're gonna trust each other, that they're gonna work together on what they call the Singularity Project, oh. which is the project to alter history to prevent the robot super apocalypse. Mm-hmm. And they basically, they just, they don't, Matsumoto doesn't have, well, I guess he does have hands at this point, but I forget if they handshake or not. Maybe they do, I don't remember. Vivi's basically, her whole condition is my mission, the make everyone happy with my singing bit. That's the most important, but I guess I can also help you with your thing. Hey. And so that's kind of the, the compromise they come to. Become idol, save the world. Become idol, Ru, save the world. Um, but then, this episode's not over, we've got one more scene. Uh-huh. Um, because it from like they're like okay i guess i can trust you and then it just immediately immediately jump cuts to matsumoto controlling like a crane or something they're like in like an aircraft like hangar and he's just beating the shit out of her with like a crane and she, he's like, Vivi, what the fuck did I say? We're only here to stop the robot super apocalypse. You can't stop every single tragedy ever that you know is going to happen now because you have future vision. We can't alter the future too much, so I'm going to have to stop you from what you're trying to do. Oh. And what she is trying to do is, do you remember that little girl from the beginning of the first episode? Oh, no. Uh, Vivi finds out that she dies in a plane crash. Oh, no. And so the last thing we see is just this little girl on a plane as the plane goes up into flames while Vivi just watches. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like, we have to, we can't stop every tragedy. Our focus has to be on stopping the AI tragedy. It's going to be a long hundred years. Is basically what he says. Mm -hmm. And that's arc one. Oof. I forgot to mention this at the front. This show is fucking dense. Mm -hmm. I've only covered the first two episodes and we are 43 minutes into our podcast. Oh. <laughs> Granted, there's some stuff I'm going to have to edit out, but you get the idea. Mm -hmm. So, um, arc two. Mm -hmm. 
is 15 years later. Oh, time has passed. Time has passed. So Vivi has become much more famous and well-known, but she's still, like, working in this park. Is she still um, on the like, tiny she, stage, or is she getting a bigger stage? I think at this point she is still on the tiny stage, but she definitely has more of an audience now than she did before. Oh. But she, uh, so she's just having a normal day, and then suddenly Matsumoto appears again. Uh-oh. And he's like, hey, what's up, buddy? We've got another singularity point that we gotta take care of. Let's go! Uh-oh. Um, but she's fucking pissed at him. Mm-hmm. She hasn't seen him in 15 years, and the last thing that she, like, the last time she saw him, he let her little friend die in a fucking plane crash. So yeah. So she, she's fucking pissed at him. She's like, give me one good goddamn reason why she should work, why I should work with you. And he's like, well, if you don't help me, we're gonna have a fucking robot future apocalypse. Um, and then to quote this, the, like, Actual quote here, your dream stage will be stained with blood. E. <laughs> and Vivi's like, that's some edgy shit. I love Fine. idol shows. <laughs> I love idol shows. Let's murder people. Woo! <sighs> okay. Um, and so now, guess where they're going to stop the, the uh, robot super apocalypse? Sarah, guess where they're going next? I don't know. America? <laughs> Space! Space! Wow, that We're escalated quickly. Space, Sarah! We're going to space up in the stars. That, that um, happened quicker than I would have expected. Yeah, so apparently space at this point in the future, space is just a fucking tourist destination for rich people. The final frontier. Jeffrey Bezos, your space <laughs> future is live! It's here! Here we are. It's the space hotel. Um, so basically, this whole arc takes place in a space station vacation. Oh, just like Nier Automata. Just like Nier Automata. And yeah, so at this point, AI technology has improved enough that pretty much all AIs are cute girls now. They're not like the scary, like, blank face, wide-eyed robots that we had in the first arc. They are now all cute girls. Just like Nier Automata. Just like Nier Automata, yeah. Um, we occasionally have cute boys, but I don't think they're... None of the major characters are cute boy robots. Mm-hmm. We've only got cute girl robots with just how I like it, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Vivi is working undercover as a hotel worker. Oh. And apparently the tragic event that they have to stop this time is this space hotel crashing into the Earth. F. Because apparently what happens in the original timeline is that the owner of this hotel, who is an AI, um, her name is Estella, and mm-hmm. she's going to be an important one to remember, so I'll tell you a little bit about her. Estella, she's got, like, this long blonde hair. She wears, like, mostly black. She's, like, the manager of this hotel. She's very cute. Space hotel. Space hotel. Yes, the hotel mm-hmm. in space. Um, and so apparently in the original timeline, she just goes berserk. And just crashes this space station is into she a Earth. Robot? With ev- she's an she's an AI, yes. Okay. Um, and so she just goes berserk and crashes the space station vacation home resort into the Earth, and it kills like everybody on board, and it kills a bunch of people where it crashes. It was a whole thing, and because of that, like after that in the original timeline, people started hating AIs a lot, and it caused a lot of strife. Mm. And so the goal now is to stop that from happening. Gotcha. Um, and so Vivi, um, so there's like this whole thing 
where um, Vivi occasionally sees some of the other AIs as, like, her siblings and, like, calls them her sisters mm -hmm. because they're, like, kind of the same model as her. The, the comparison that I was able to draw is that, like, they're all kind of the same model. So, like, Vivi... So I'm just going to use my car. Vivi's a Honda Fit. Estella mm -hmm. is also a Honda Fit. She's a later year, so she looks mm. different, but they're both Honda Fits, and gotcha. that makes them siblings. I understand Apparently, that. like, Vivi's model is very popular at this point, and so, like, there's a lot. And I wonder if that was just a way to get away with the same face in the anime characters, but it's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. It's fine. Hand wave it away. It's sci-fi. Anyway. So, um, so, basically, Matsumoto... He's very forward. He's just like, all we have to do, listen, she's going to be the one to crash the space station. So if we want the space station not crash, all we have to do is kill her. Hmm. Okay. And then he's like, what if we didn't, though? <laughs> what if we didn't, though, actually? What if we didn't do that, maybe? <laughs> hey, Matsumoto, what if we didn't do that? <laughs> nice. This is going to be their relationship for the rest of the show, by Mats the way. Matsumoto wants murder. Matsumoto wants to taste blood. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but anyway, and so Vivi's just like, I want to find out what, I want to get to the bottom of this and maybe we can prevent it without killing her. And Matsumoto's like, you're dumb, stick to the plan. And Vivi's like, hey, fuck you, I'm going to go, like, investigate. So Vivi, mm -hmm. like, goes around, she, like, goes sneaking around in Estella's room. Estella shows up. We get a little bit of backstory on Estella. Apparently... The previous owner of the hotel, um, he, like, passed away, and Estella is like, but but he really loved space, and people really love space, and they love being able to come to space, so I wanted to keep the space hotel open, and so I asked if they, we could keep the space hotel open. Okay. Um, oh, oh, I forgot. Sorry, I forgot. Before this scene, um, one of the other AIs who run the hotel, I don't remember her name, she is not important. Um, like, in the locker room, tells Vivi's like, hey, be careful around Estella. There's a lot of rumors going around that she's sus. Uh -oh. I saw Estella We're in vent. space. Uh-oh. <laughs> We're, We're in, in space. space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. He's like, we need... <laughs> Maybe she's the murder to... robot. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, and so she's like, stay away from Estella. And Vivi's like, I'm gonna go get up close and personal with Estella. And so then we get the Estella backstory. <laughs> and Vivi's like... I don't know, she seems chill. Are we sure that she's the one who crashes the hotel? And Matsumoto's like, yeah, pretty sure. Mm. Um, she must have gotten the Ray-Ban virus. She, she got the Ray-Ban virus. Um, so an alarm goes off. Um, but according to Matsumoto, the crash isn't supposed to happen until the next day. Mm -hmm. And so all everybody, like all the AIs go to check it out. And um, they're, like, gathering the guests of the space hotel, like, in the main hall, just to be like, hey, we're just gonna go check this out, it's probably nothing, but, you know, everybody just, like, stay and chill in here for a bit. And uh, one of the guests recognizes Vivi. Oh. He's like, hey, aren't you Vivi? And Vivi's like, what the fuck? I'm undercover. How should, I, I, my hair is up and I'm wearing glasses. Who is this person who's recognized me? And we find out that... Momoka, that little girl from the first episode, mm -hmm. this is her younger sister. Oh, F. Fs, and she is on the space station that is apparently going to crash. Oh, no. And Vivi's like, uh-oh, 
<laughs> yeah. Um, and so we get like one last scene of we see Estella and we see the little pink haired chick from earlier, the girl who was talking about the rumors. And like the little pink haired girl like gives Estella a flash drive and she's like, okay, I got it, but we have to do something because there's something, something bad's going to happen. I can feel it. And then Estella just fucking decapitates her. Okay. Yeah. Just fucking hugs her from behind and then rips her head off. Well. And like the cinematography here is kind of cool because they're just like in like a cargo hold where the gravity's not turned on. Mm. And so when her head gets chopped off, it just like kind of spins away oh, in gosh. slow motion. <laughs> and you find out they don't do anything about this because eventually they come back to this room and her head's just still there. Oh, boy. Like, her feet are magneted to the floor, but her head's just eternally spinning. Oh, boy. Like the, like the DVD logo on a frozen <laughs> screen. <laughs> when will her head hit the corner? We gotta wait till it hits the corner, and then we all gotta scream! <laughs> uh, but yeah, episode four. Mm-hmm. Um, we finally see the opening in this episode it is episode four and we have not gotten the opening yet we finally get the opening Mm -hmm. it's a fucking jam first of all I love it. You it's a sh- jam. You, sh- you shared it with me, and I very much enjoyed it. Yeah, it's a fucking jam. Mm-hmm. Anyway, anyway, so um, so we cut back to Vivi, Vivi and the younger sister, whose name I did not write down. Sorry, younger sister, you're only important in these two episodes. <laughs> um, but so like. Vivi's like, hey, there's some uh, space turbulence, so you need to get to, like, the main lobby where everyone else is. Um, But then, suddenly, Estella appears. Oh. And attacks Vivi. Uh Uh-oh. And that's when you find out it's an evil twin situation, because we cut to the real Estella... She's unconscious, and a bunch of toke dudes are there. Uh-oh. Like the evil anti-AI terrorists. They're here. They fucked up Estella, and now the evil twin is running around trying to ta- attack Vivi. You would think that uh, Robot Cube Wheatley would be able to learn that really quick, but here we are. Here we are. Um... So this is the point where Vivi's finally like, I have to protect this young girl from being super murdered by robots. Mm -hmm. And this other robot is a really good fighter. Matsumoto, install Kung Fu. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to do it. And so um, Vivi goes, I wrote in my notes and I also posted this little snippet on Twitter. So if you guys saw that like over a month ago, me posting a screen cap of my notes here of Vivi goes ape shit and beats up a bunch of dudes. Hey. This is that. Love my idol um, anime. Love Hatsune love Miku. Idol. I love, let's go Hatsune Miku, kick their fucking ass. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so she beats the shit out of all the Toke dudes and she finds the real Estella. And she like brings her back to life. Is like, hey, Estella, you good? And Estella's like, my, it's my twin sister. She, she's evil now. Oh God. Oh no. So I was like, but I thought that she was dead. How did this happen? Mm. So apparent. So then we get a flashback. 
Oh. If we find out that Estella had a twin sister uh, named Elizabeth. And I assume it's who, sister in the same way Vivi calls other AI sister, like same model? No, uh, same model, same year, exactly the same programming, oh, basically. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Like two identical machines, pretty mm-hmm. much. And so it was an, it was, she, they were both like part of an experiment to see if you could like replicate AI personalities just by copy pasting the data over. So the idea was these two machines, Estella and Elizabeth, were created at the exact same time with the exact same programming. And Estella, she could talk and she could move around and stuff and she could like do things and she could learn how to do things. Um, but Elizabeth, the clone, um, she could talk, but she was like, she couldn't move at all. Oh. Um, and so the experiment was basically like, we're going to like test Estella for like six months. And then we're going to see if we can copy all of her exper- experience over into Elizabeth. And we can maybe see if like that does something. Interesting. Um, and so apparently it failed. F. And they just threw Elizabeth out apparently. Mm-hmm. And then the Toka guys went and dug her out of the dumpster mm. for terrorist activities. Oh. You always got to put a bolt in the middle of your hard drive, you know? Mm-hmm. You don't want anyone stealing your information. Yeah, you got you to gotta clear your shit when you throw out your computer or else people could look at your internet history and find mm-hmm. out what the kind mm-hmm. of weird Sonic the Hedgehog fanfics you've been reading. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Because now people who know about your Sonic fanfics are trying to crash the space station that you're on, <laughs> and you got to be careful with this shit. It's dangerous. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so the bad guys have set the ship on a crash course, um, and they told all the humans to evacuate, but they're going to stay on board because they're like, we're going to send a message by self-sacrifice, and we're going to go down with the ship, and we're going to prove to people that AIs can't be trusted because... Because we programmed the ship to crash. Right. So okay. AIs can't be trusted. Yep. I mean, they're, they're framing Estella. Right, right, right. And, like, we know that it does work because every in the, in the original future, everyone says, like, oh, Estella went berserk and she caused the crash. So, like, mm, yes, yeah, you people know. People believed it. But it was obviously, like, these fucking terrorist guys mm-hmm. who did it. Yes. Um, but suddenly... Uh-oh. The bad guys, the Toke guys, they see Vivi on a security camera. Uh-oh. And the leader of the bad guys goes, what the fuck? Why is she here? Yeah, because the camera... Why is she here again? I assume because it's the camera, there's not the Wheatley Google glasses thing, right? No, no, yeah, no. Um, I don't think they're wearing Google glasses in this episode. Oh, they learned their lesson. Um, the Google glasses are only important in this episode and one other episode, or in okay. the previous episode. Nobody wears Google glasses anymore after that first episode where it stops being convenient. <laughs> I see, I Once see. Once we see. need people to actually, like, not be able to see things, they're not wearing the Google glasses okay, anymore. Okay, okay. Because, Sarah, that would make things too easy. You're right. Uh-huh. I'm right. Anyway, so this guy, his name is Hugo. Mm-hmm. Um... And uh, he's the one that Vivi saved from the falling building like 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. He's still working for Token. and now he's their leader and he sees Vivi again and he's like, it's that bitch who saved me. Why the fuck is she here? Oh, interesting. And he's like, I'm going to go take care of that, that AI. And Elizabeth, the evil twin, is just like... How about you don't actually? Because like my my mission in life is to keep you alive, and I just found out that you're on a suicide mission, uh, and I want to keep you alive because that is my job. 
Mm. And she, so she just knocks him the fuck out. <laughs> well, there you go. And she's like, anyway, uh, I'm taking, I'm seizing direct control of this operation because I don't like how it ends. Y'all get to a lifeboat. I'm going to go take care of the blue haired Hatsune Miku bot. Uh oh. <laughs> mm hmm. And so at this point, Elizabeth takes off her wig. Uh oh. That she was wearing to pass as Estella. So now instead of the long blonde hair, she's got like short, she's got like blue. Like, lighter than Vivi's. It's kind of like an ice blue and, like, a side ponytail, and she's a fucking badass. And, yes, she's my favorite character. Shut the fuck up. She's only in, like, two episodes, but I love her anyway. (laughs) Anyway, um, best girl. Um, So, apparently, um, Elizabeth was the one who was, like, spreading the rumors about Estella being sus AF. Uh, she was working with the pink-haired girl who got decapitated. Oh, so she was Um, bad, too. Yeah, so it was like a whole thing. She was like, I am the imposter. Let's fucking fight. Mm -hmm. Uh, So there's a big old fight sequence here where they are, like, all of the budget is spent in the fight sequences on this show. Mm -hmm. And the fights look fucking incredible. Like, there is so much love just poured into these action sequences. And I felt so bad having to skip over them when I, wa- <laughs> when I like, watched these episodes. You're like, this the- isn't an <laughs> idle performance. Skip. No, no, no. I, I, I watched... I watched, So I did my dumb thing. And I told myself I wasn't going to do anymore. And then I did it anyway. Where I watched the whole, sh- the whole show the whole way through without taking any notes. And then I went back again to, like, fast forward through it. Just to, like, get the important bits. Um, and so, like, I felt bad skipping through the fight sequences, but it's like, um, I'm limited time here, and just fight sequence goes on for, like, five minutes, but bup, 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 oh, that shot's so cool, bup, 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 bup. <laughs> Nice. Anyway, the fight scenes are cool, and you can watch them on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So, Vivi is fighting because she doesn't want the space station to fall, and Elizabeth is fighting because she wants to protect her master's life, who is Hugo, who's the leader of the terrorists. Mm-hmm. There's also a part in this that's, like, super fucking cool. Um, where, like, Elizabeth just, like, gets hit in the wrong way, and her voice gets all glitchy. Oh. And it's so freaking choice. I love it. She's just, like, screaming, and her voice is, like, all warped and distorted, like you're using a $10 microphone. Oh. It's very cool. Neat. Anyway, Vivi wins. Yay! Um, and knocks Beth Elizabeth the fuck out. But... The ship's on a crash course, and apparently it's too late to stop it. F. Um, and it's apparently on a crash course for a large city. Oh, no. Which means that when it falls on this big city, it's going to kill, like, a fucking shit ton of people. Uh-oh. Um, and Estella says, I can divert it from crash... I can try to crash it into the sea instead, but I'm going to have to stay on board and, like, pilot it all the way down. Mm-hmm. And then... um. Suddenly, Beth reappears. She has conveniently lost her memory uh-huh. of working for the terrorists. That's good. Yeah, and so she now wants to help Estella um, crash the ship not into a city. She wants to try and crash into the ocean instead. Um, and so basically Vivi gets away, all the passengers get into the space lifeboats, mm-hmm. and um, Elizabeth and Estella, the twins, they hold hands and sing to each other while the ship crashes into the earth. Wherever you are. We just need that with like a lot of auto-tune. <laughs> <laughs> I bet we can get a Hatsune Miku cover of it. 
You know what? I'm gonna fucking Google it right now. Yes! 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 Sarah, I'm copy-pasting this to you in Discord! Thank you, yes! Hatsune Miku. I love her. Thank you, Miku. Is there anything Miku can't do? No. She's so powerful. I love her. I love Hatsune Miku. Love I'm absolutely so editing much. this in the episode, by the way. Yes. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, so they sing My Heart Will Go On as they crash into the ocean. Mm -hmm. um, and over the song that they're singing, My Heart Will Go On, covered by Hatsune Miku. Mm -hmm. um, it's actually a really pretty song. And this episode, I did cry during this episode. But yeah, let, let's joke about Hatsune Miku for a while. <laughs> <laughs> um, basically, because like, they're, um, they're like just kind of singing and the people on the lifeboats can hear it over the monitor as they're watching the ship go down as the sun rises over the silhouette of the earth. I love it's, idol shows. I love idol anime. <laughs> It's very fucking dramatic. Anyway, so Matsumoto, he's like in his little teddy bear form. He's like, well, mission complete. And then just he deactivates. Bye, Matsumoto. See you again in 15 years, I guess. <laughs> later, bu later, bro. Um, and so Vivi, like, she's like hanging out with the younger sister character. And she's like, oh, yeah, by the way, I actually am Vivi. Sorry I lied to you earlier. Do you want this teddy bear? Mm. Your sister gave this to me and I'm going to give it to you now. Oh, um, because emotions and whatever. Mm -hmm. um, also, I my final note for this um, episode is two birds fly into the sunrise and then in all caps, damn, this show has hands. Um, and I need to explain what that means. Um, because there's like an ongoing visual metaphor like throughout all the flashbacks and stuff of like two birds in a cage. Mm -hmm. um, and, like, one symbolizing Beth, the sister who dies. Um, there's, like, two birds in a cage, but then there's one bird who's free and one bird who's dead on the bottom of the cage, and it's dramatic, it's symbolism. Mm -hmm. And then, so, after the spaceship goes down, the, like, the last shot of the episode is two birds flying into the sunrise, and I'm like, I love idol anime. They're gonna go together to be in robot heaven. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I love idol anime. <laughs> I love idol anime. <laughs> um, okay, so next arc. Five years later. You know what Five it's time for, later. Sarah? What type of episode? It's time for Mowage. <gasps> oh. It's time for Mowage, Sarah. This is going to be your favorite arc, except not because it's woefully tragic. Uh-oh. Um, this is going to be one of those sad ships, and not like the sad ship that just crashed into the ocean that was in space. Not like Hatsune Miku, my heart will go on. This is a tragic romance! Oh. So, we open on a dude in an old church, like an old abandoned church. They're the only ones there. It's a dude and a woman, and the woman is obviously an AI. And she he puts a ring on her finger, and she's like, thank you for marrying me. And she's like, I love you. And they're married. Mm -hmm. um, we cut back to Vivi. Mm -hmm. We get hints that some time has passed. Vivi has once again, she has moved up to a bigger stage. She's Yay. doing very well for herself. It's not the main stage, I don't think, but it is a bigger stage. Mm -hmm. um, and Matsumoto appears again. Uh-oh. 
But he's no longer a teddy bear, Sarah, because cube technology exists now. Cube. Cube. Time cube. Our friend the cube is here. Matsu cube. Cube. Matsu cube. He's here. And he either floats or he rolls around. And his rolling is extremely cute. He rolls like a cube would. He's like, weep boom, weep boom, weep boom, weep boom. It's very cute. I love this fucking cube. I want a plushie of this cube. I have a plushie of Wheatley. I want a Matsumoto plush so that I can have my sphere friend and my cube friend and they can be friends. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, So they talk and Matsumoto's like, hey, uh, there's another singularity point uh, coming up real soon here. There's another thing that's going to happen. And uh, Vivi Mm -hmm. is now, she's like fully on board. Like she doesn't fight him or anything. She's like very on board because she's like, well, I had some time to think about it. And I realized if if people are killed in the robot future, then -hmm. people won't come to my idol shows. Yeah, that's fair. It's like, okay, she's on board. We've got her. Mm-hmm. We cut immediately to a car chase. Deja vu. Anyway, so uh, Vivi is jumping from roof to roof at roof of these cars, and she's beating up the cars and knocking them off the road until she gets to the lead car. And she just, like, oh. gets in, like, that one scene in Sonic Adventure 2 where they just jump in the president's limo. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And then the dude in the car is just like... Why are you in my car? She, like, gets in the back seat and just sits like she just got into a completely normal taxi. And he's like, <laughs> why did you just get into my car? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> we find The scene was just very funny, just out of context. Because mm-hmm. um, we find out that the dudes who were chasing the guy um, who was driving mm-hmm. the lead car, the du- he was being chased by Toke, the, the evil terrorist people. Mm-hmm. And this guy, his name is Tatsuya. Mm-hmm. And um, he is an AI scientist. Oh. And so eventually, so Vivi gets rid of all the tote guys that are chasing him. And mm-hmm. uh, so they eventually, like, so they, they get some exposition from this guy about what the singularity point is for this time. So offshore of whatever city that they are on, whatever fictional city this is, there's like this offshore plant. And it is run entirely by AIs. It is a fully is it a un- making is it a making AI plant or is it just like some I sort of think science happens there? S- both, kind of, okay. sort of. Like it's Kay. it's a little unclear what exactly happens here. Okay. Or at least if they did say, I didn't write it down. Slash, I forgot. Mm-hmm. But basically, it's bas- it's a it's an offshore factory. It's run entirely by AIs, and the only reason that it exists is because Estella, remember Estella from the previous episodes? Mm -hmm. In the original timeline, everyone hated her because they thought that she went berserk and she crashed the space station and she killed a bunch of people. Um, In Mm -hmm. this timeline, since they've altered history, um, she was basically now seen as like this model AI. She's like everything an AI should be. She sacrificed herself to save all the people in this hotel from this tragedy. And she steered it into the ocean to save the lives of all of these people in this city that it almost crashed on. She is a hero. And now, Mm -hmm. instead of hating AIs, we love AIs. We stand AIs in this world. Mm. And so, apparently, this plant, this offshore factory, 
It's called Metal Float. And okay. Matsumoto says, in the original timeline, this island wasn't built for like another 20 years. Oh. So it's because we've changed the timeline, it's happening a lot sooner than it should. All right. And also, it's like, it's very much too early for its time. And they really should just send the Ray-Ban uh, virus into the plant. <laughs> they should. But actually, Sarah, that is exactly <laughs> what they are going to do. Oh, um, I see. So, so Tatsuya, Tatsuya, this, this guy, this scientist, he agrees. Like, he doesn't know about the robot apocalypse future, but he, he just agrees with them. He's like, this plant, it's too soon for it to exist. It has to be shut mm. down. And that feels like weird reasoning until you find out. Spoiler alert, that's not the real reason why he wants to shut it down, but we're, we're, we're going to get to there. We're going to get to there. So basically, he's like, hey, you're Vivi, right? You were on the Sunrise, the, the ship that went down, the, the space station vacation hotel that went down. You were there. So I want your help. I want to shut that island down. And Matsumoto's like, well, mm. hey, that's what we were here to do. So I mean, you know, like, like, yeah, we can work together. Sure, fine, whatever. <laughs> so um, we find out that Tatsuya, this new guy, is an ex-Toke member. Um, mm. And he gives them a virus that he wrote. Um, it's going to, if they plug it into the mainframe at the island, it will make the island download a bunch of Bitcoin, send a Ray-Ban ad to everybody on the subscriber list, and then shut down. <laughs> start promoting hot singles in their area. Start promoting hot singles in their area. Um, start advertising like those whatever the fuck mobile games with the really misleading ads. <laughs> we have like big yes. titty ladies. Great Shadow <laughs> Legends. Great Shadow Legends. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then it's going to download a bunch of Bitcoins before it eventually, like, destroys itself. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. And so he's like, all you have to do is take this to the island and plug it in, and it'll, and then the rest will, it'll happen automatically. Should be easy. Plug in through, you plug in through the island and congratulations, you won. You won. Click here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, so they go to Tatsuya's house to, like, kind of regroup and drop some exposition and go over the mission. And we meet Grace. Uh, mm -hmm. Grace is his AI wife, his waifu. Oh, oh marry your waifu. You can marry your you waifu in this future. Welcome to the waifu future where you can marry your waifu with a capital AI. Waifu. I love why would we ever want to destroy this future? Well, there's, there's a whole there's a whole thing. So we'll, we'll, nope. we'll get there. We'll get to it. I we don't we all want to marry Hatsune Miku? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more of a Luca person, but whatever. <laughs> Listen, she's got a cool voice. I like mm. Luca and Mako. They're underappreciated. I have very limited Hatsune Miku knowledge. That's my deep oh, Sarah. I, I just know I, kind of what their voices sound like, and I, that, I went. This is why you're qualified to do this episode and not me. <laughs> <laughs> so he's got a waifu named Grace, <laughs> and this is the mm -hmm. woman that you see him marrying at the beginning of the episode. So at the beginning of the oh. episode, that married couple that was this guy Tatsuya and mm -hmm. his waifu Grace. Apparently, in the original timeline, their marriage was, like, a huge thing because, like, everybody kind of hated AIs, but he's like, well, this is my waifu now. Mm -hmm. um, and so them getting married was, like, a huge fucking deal. They were, like, celebrities. Everybody knew about them. They were influencers. Um, oh, I see. And now, just because everybody loves AI, they doesn't even fucking matter. 
So there's not really any good way for him to sell his Ray-Bans. No, not really. Mm. Which is why he has to destroy the island. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, Totsie is like, let me come to the island to help you. And Vivi's like, no, you're only going to get in the way. And he's like, okay, <laughs> frown. Mm-hmm. So Vivi and Matsumoto go to the island. And they are greeted by these little, they literally look like the little robots from Nier. Like, they've got, like, little round Uh-oh. heads. Like, there's one in that uh, website I sent you that has pictures of all the characters. The one named M. Oh, no. They are literally the little Nierbots. <laughs> Become as gods. Become as gods. <laughs> this cannot continue. <laughs> this cannot continue. <laughs> but, no, like, they, they literally look exactly like those little robots from Nier. And, like, this, the, mm-hmm. so basically this whole plant is manned by these little guys. Mm-hmm. And so they, like, give Vivian Matsumoto a tour and, like, Vivi's kind of stunned that, like, AIs could run something this massive entirely by themselves. And I was like, I don't know, human error is a thing. But mm-hmm. I guess, like, you could argue that machines are stupid for other reasons. La da Vivi sees the potential. She's like, this is cool. This shows, like, a positive future for AIs. But we are here to destroy it. So, mm, that sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, in the middle of the tour, guess who <gasps> fucking shows up? More Toke guys? It's Team Rocket. I mean, Toke. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, uh, Matsumoto's like, oh shit, Toke's attacking. If they attack now, the robots on this island, they're going to try and defend themselves. We have to stop them from fighting the Toke guys because that could spark the AI super future war. Fuck. Mm. Um, so Diva or Vivi just like immediately Miku. Hatsune Miku. She like immediately connects the virus and she's like, okay, yeah, time for you guys to fuck off. Um, start become 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 as Bitcoin. Become as God. <laughs> become as God. Um, so she sticks the virus in him, it downloads, but it doesn't Sarah doesn't work. Uh-oh. Instead of shutting everything down, it just makes all the little robots on this island just go fucking berserk. And they're like, become as Bitcoins. Become as Bitcoins. (laughs) Pew, pew, pew. And they're like firing Uh themselves at the Toke submarines and the submarines are fucking exploding. And it's just, Uh it's just a fucking massacre. And Vivi's like, well, that's not what that was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, so like the ships are going down, and Vivi jumps in the water to try to save some of the survivors. And guess who's fucking there? Uh, it's a fucking Yugo punk again. Uh oh. <laughs> he is there. He's like an older guy now, and he's going down in the submarine because he survived being on the space station, and now he's here again. And Vivi mm. has saved him a third time now, and he's just like, why does this keep happening? <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> and he's just fucking pissed. He's like, AI's fucking stop suck. Why do you keep saving me, goddammit? Mm-hmm. And she's like, we have more important problems. Uh the the something's happening on the island. I don't know mm-hmm. if you've noticed, but all the robots are going like they're downloading bitcoins as fast as they can, and <laughs> we don't know how to stop them. <laughs> Please, please stop them. It's like, we've got to figure out a way to stop them from downloading Bitcoins before they crash the Bitcoin market. What? You, have you ever heard of mm, NFTs? I see, I see. <laughs> oh. 
They're gonna destroy the environment with how many NFTs they're downloading. They're going. So- I mean, they're they're basically ddosing themselves up no! there. No. <laughs> if this was a solar powered plant, it would be different. But can't you see what you're doing? <laughs> you're causing. <laughs> We're getting too deep into this show, Sarah. We're getting too deep into our jokes. It's becoming too real. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so so this is the start of episode six. We see uh we see a handful of flashbacks throughout this episode. I'm just gonna tell you about them all at once because it's a series. Mm-hmm. Um, so we see um like young Tatsuya. He's like a kid. He's like ten or eleven, and uh, he's like in the hospital for some reason. We don't find out why. And he's upset because, like, his mom left him or something. And Grace, the AI waifu, she looks the same. And she's like, I will hug you because hugs release endorphins that will make you happy. Please let me know when Mm -hmm. you are happy. (laughs) (laughs) And then um, later on, we get a scene of him, like, he becomes a scientist. He goes back to the same hospital. He falls in love with his waifu, his AI waifu. Mm. Um, But then we cut to the present. And we see Tatsuya, like, watching from his house. He can see the factory off in the distance, and he's watching it go berserk. And he's like, fuck. And he's like, come on, waifu, let's go to the island. And waifu's like, okay. So this was not on purpose. This was... We'll get there. Okay, okay. Um, so, So we're back to Vivi. So the virus clearly didn't shut down the island like it was supposed to. So what the fuck did it do? And Matsumoto's like, I looked at it. It's supposed to be a shutdown program. Like it was, it says on the tin, shutdown program. So I don't know Mm. what the heck happened here. And then Yugo is there because they just saved him. And he's like, why the fuck did you save me? And Vivi's like, I don't know. (laughs) It's like, listen, you, I saved you. You're welcome. You're welcome is the proper response to that. And he's like, well, you're just supposed to be a singing AI. That's all you're supposed to do. Why are you like, why do you keep showing up? And she's like, I got shit to do. <laughs> to become idol, you must save you humanity. You must save humanity from the robot apocalypse future, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but so he doesn't really get an answer that he's satisfied with, but he does reveal that like, oh, so you're working with Tatsuya. That fucker who, like, abandoned us and he, like, roped you in with, like, his big words about, like, science and whatever. Yeah, he was kind of a dick. And they're like, we'll worry about that later. Right now, we have to stop the island from going berserk. Mm -hmm. Um, So, uh, Yugo gets away. Um, Last enough again. And um, they see Tatsuya and Grace arrive on the island and they're like, oh, shit, we gotta go make sure they don't get killed. And so Vivi goes over there. Um, and Tatsuya is like, I'm, I'm sorry that I lied to you, but I'm doing this to save Grace. Hmm. Grace the waifu. Mm-hmm. And you might be wondering, the fuck does he mean by that? Yeah, waifu, is, what? waifu is right there. What does she waifu have to do eternal. with this island? Mm-hmm. Um, so it turns out that this Grace is a replica of the original Grace. She is a clone. Mm -hmm. Even though in the last arc we decided that we couldn't do that. Mm -hmm. This one can do that, apparently. But it's fine. Just hand wave Mm -hmm. it away. The original Grace was this nurse AI waifu that he fell Mm -hmm. in love with, proposed to, and then literally the moment after he proposes to her, he gets a phone call Uh that... 
They are going to be making this factory called Metal Float. It's going to uh-huh. be run entirely by AI, but they need a motherboard. Like, they need, like, uh-huh. a, a core, like the mother computer for their island. And they decided, hey, let's use Grace. But she's a nurse. So apparently that makes her uniquely qualified to take care of an entire island. I see. And I don't understand, sci-fi, why you had to fridge this character when you could have just made another robot. You made a factory robot. You could have just made another one. But no, mm-hmm. apparently this one, she was very, very good at being a robot. And she, oh, like they held her in a very high respect. So that's why we're basically going to just like completely reprogram her and make her the like the central computer of this whole island. Ah, uh, gotcha. Why couldn't you have just built another robot? There's so mm. many of them. Yep. But it's okay. We can hand wave it away because we need tragedy in our idol anime. <laughs> yep. Um, so basically. Uh, Grace was just, like, completely reprogrammed, shoved into the heart of this island, and he wants his waifu back. That's fair. Mm -hmm. And so he's like, I know I probably physically can't get her out, um, but I'm gonna download her data onto this flash drive, and I'm gonna stick that data into the replica Grace that I have. Even you wouldn't though download a waifu. He's gonna doubt you wouldn't download a waifu. Even <laughs> though we found out in the previous arc that you can't do that. That was nope. the whole point of Elizabeth's arc. Is it like they got rid of her because they decided mm-hmm. you couldn't just take an AI's memories and stick them in another robot body. They did mm-hmm. a whole thing about that. And he's a scientist. I feel like he would have seen that study. Yep. But maybe he thought, he, he's like, well, my wife is built different. <laughs> she is an island. She's an island now. <laughs> <laughs> islands in the stream. Oh. That is what we are. Oh. We got to find Hatsune Miku islands in the stream now. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to pretend like I'm familiar <laughs> with what song you were just singing. Dolly Parton. Gotcha. Anyway, so um, Matsumoto just kind of like looks at Vivi and is like, yeah. He's going to try that. It's not going to work, though. Like, mm-hmm. it's really not going to work. We're going to go blow up the island. Okay, bye. With your waifu included. Let's go. F. And Yay. And so Tatsu is like, no, you can't do that. Go, alternate waifu. And so the, gr- like, the Grace replica just tries to fucking attack them. And Vivi just wrecks her shit with one punch. Uh-oh. And just, like, F. doesn't fully decapitate her, but definitely gets close. It's because she's the inferior waifu. She's not an island. She's not a whole island. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sarah! Mm-hmm. Anyway. Basically, Vivi wrecks her shit immediately, and now it's time for an action sequence. Ooh. Because apparently Matsumoto is ju- not just singular cube. Matsu oh. can also sometimes be many cube. <laughs> and so he's going to summon all of his friend cubes... And he's going mm-hmm. to assemble into a motorcycle. <laughs> oh. But not just any motorcycle, an air motorcycle. 
Ooh. And we're gonna have like a full fucking dogfight sequence of them like air motorcycling through this island trying to find the core of the island and all the other robots are shooting at them and they're pew 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 and they're like dodging the bullet. It's it's very fucking cool. Like this sequence is very, very cool nice. and I'm joking about it, but it's very, very cool actually. Nice, nice, mm. nice, nice, nice. So they eventually find the core. It's literally mm-hmm. just Grace's human-looking torso fused with, like, this giant ball. Oh. Um, and she's just, like, she looks dead. Like, her eyes are closed. <laughs> it's She robot. And so Vivi's just like, goodbye, waifu, and just fucking runs <laughs> and punches through her chest. Uh-oh. And there's, like, this dramatic little bit where, like, some of the blue robot blood, like, splashes up onto Grace's face, and it, like, forms a single tear that kind of, like, falls down her chest as she, quote-unquote, dies. Uh-oh. And then the lights fade from the island as Grace fucking dies. Uh, and then there's another supply chain issue. <laughs> right? Because, like, we really needed that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so the epilogue do here. The, do the robots stop fighting when that happens? Yeah, just everything fucking shuts down. Okay. So it's the final scene. Tatsuya, mm-hmm. now a bachelor again. Because <laughs> both his AI waifus are dead. F. Um, he goes back to the church from the very beginning of this arc. And Vivi's there with them, and she's like, I, I know I don't deserve to say this to you, given everything that happened, but I hope that you can find some happiness. And Tatsu is like, do you fucking think I'm going to be able to find happiness? You have your mission. Your mission as an AI is to make people happy with your singing. My wife was my mission. Oh. And she's fucking dead. Oh. And then he fucking shoots himself in the head. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So remember that suicide trigger warning? Yeah. Oh, Um, no. But so, um, Vivi sees this. Mm Mm-hmm. And she realizes that her actions led directly to the death of another human person. Mm-hmm. We're, we're just going to ignore all the people who, like, died before this. Like, all of the yeah, yeah, other, yeah, yeah. like, the toke punks, except for the main character punk. Mm-hmm. Um, like, all those other people who died, they were just collateral damage. But this is the first mm-hmm. guy, apparently, that has actually shaken her when he died. Because, like, my actions directly led to him wanting to kill himself. Mm-hmm. And she realizes how this is the exact opposite of what she wanted. This is her mission... She's gone against her life's mission. Mm-hmm. And she just fucking freaks out. She just screams and the screen glitches. Oof. And now it's time for the next arc. How far in the future are we now, Star? 40. 40 years Ooh. later, I think. Ooh. Um, so this episode opens in a weird way. Mm-hmm. So we have this opening scene. It's Diva performing. And I am mm-hmm. choosing to use the word, the name Diva instead of Vivi. And I will explain mm-hmm. why in a moment. Just go along with it because that is what the show Kay. expects you to do when they make you watch Project this scene Diva. without mm-hmm. explaining anything. So Diva is performing. 
She is this hugely successful idol now. Everybody loves her. She's extremely sociable. She's very cheerful. She gets along great with like all of her staff and her helpers at her performance. She's just like so upbeat and genki. And I honestly thought that this was a dream sequence because mm -hmm. it is so different from her original personality. But then it just keeps going. Ooh. And we don't exit the dream sequence because it's not a dream sequence. This is reality. Oh. Um, we have a different OP for this episode. It is also a bop. Um, it's just mm -hmm. diva performing. And it's hey. very cool. Uh, after this, we learn that she's been invited to an AI-specific music festival called the Zodiac Signs Festival. Okay. And she's, like, having a conversation with, like, this other AI that's, like, doesn't really have, like, a body. It's, like, just a machine that she talks mm -hmm. to. It's called Navi. Not an important character. Hey, um, listen. But it, it's just someone for her to have a conversation with sometimes when needed. Mm -hmm. um, and so during this conversation, she... Her major freeze, quote-unquote, from a few years back is mentioned. But apparently, after her major freeze, she got rebooted and now has this personality. Oh, I see. <laughs> this completely different personality. Mm -hmm. She got an upgrade from Windows 7 to Windows 10, and now <laughs> she's a completely different person, basically. There you go. Um, so now it is time for this Zodiac signed music festival. Um, so she meets a couple other AIs who are going to be performing, including new character, new important character, Ophelia. Okay. She is the Yukiho kind of. She's a little bitty baby. She's mm -hmm. got like this very, like almost floor length long black hair that kind of like goes over one of her eyes. Um, she's just a shy little itty bitty baby. Is she also an android or AI? Yes, every all of the performers at this festival are AIs. Okay. Um, and so she is apparently pretty famous, pretty well-known. Uh, she's similar. She's, like, another one of, like, Vivi's quote-unquote sisters. Mm -hmm. So she's maybe, like, a Honda Civic. Okay. I don't, I don't fucking know. <laughs> so um, they do a sound check, and during the sound check, Diva notices that there's somebody sus in the audience and she thinks Whoa. she recognizes him, but she doesn't remember why she recognizes this guy. But it looks like that punk-ass Yugo from the previous episodes mm. that we all know who that is, but for some reason he looks younger than he did the last time we saw him, and the last time we saw him was like 40 years ago. So like, hmm, what the... Mm. He should be dead by now, because what the fuck happened? He's not an AI, he's a normal dude. So why, how is he... Hmm? Mm-hmm. Hmm? Question mark? Anyway, so after the sound check, she runs out to go find the suspicious guy, but then gets attacked by this rogue, like, the little near robot backstage. Mm. And guess who jumps in to save her? The boy. No, it's Matsumoto. Uh-oh. Cute Cube. friend is here. Sonic and he the Hedgehog. Shouts, and he shouts her name, Vivi. As he knocks this other robot out of the way and hacks it and disables it so it doesn't attack her anymore. Mm -hmm. And she's like, who the fuck are you? Why'd you? Who's Vivi? Why'd you uh -oh. just call me that? Uh-oh. 
And he's like, uh, don't worry about it. Bye. And she's like, hey, yo, what the fuck? Mm. <laughs> and so, but after, as she's chasing after him, she bumps into Ophelia. And Ophelia just has this bad habit of getting, like, splashed with water. Oh, no. And then, like, Vivi has to, like, take her backstage, or Diva has to take her backstage and, like, help her dry her hair, because it's just so fucking long. Um, and so she takes Ophelia back to the dressing room and, like, helps get her fixed up. And uh, Ophelia talks a little bit about, like, well, I used to have a partner, AI, and we're not going to tell you any more about him until later. Mm. So just put a pin in that. Um, so then, Diva, after she's done with, um, Ophelia, she goes up to the roof of this building. It's, like, a pretty tall building, and so she's up on the roof, there's, like, a little garden up there, and she's like, Hey, Cube! Where the fuck are you? If you don't come out, I'm gonna call security, and I'm gonna tell them that there's, like, a weird rogue cube up here, and Matsumoto's like, Shut the fuck up, you're gonna blow my cover! Nice. <laughs> it's very cute. Cute. And um, she's, like, grilling him for info, and he's like, listen, I don't know what you're talking about. We clearly don't know each other. And she's like, you're a lying little bitch cube. And he's like, well, what are you going to do about it? And she's like, I'm going to jump off this building is what I'm going to do about it. And so she's like, well, hmm, you're not telling me what I want, but I am obviously important to you. And if that is not true, then you won't stop me from falling off of this 80-story building and dying. But! <laughs> and Ooh. so she jumps and he's just like fucking shit and so he goes to save her by like ro- going down and grabbing her and then she's able to grab him back he's like gotcha you fucking cube answer my questions <laughs> Nice. <laughs> like this whole episode's fucking gold like I love this mm-hmm. and so she's like she's like literally squeezing him for info and she's like do you know about the other person inside me oh and it's like oh Okay, so she apparently, so at this point, this is where I will explain, at this point, Diva and Vivi are two different people at this part, like, same Mm -hmm. body, same brain, different personalities, kind of, Mm -hmm. but it's not like a split personality thing, it's like, Diva has, like, fully taken over, and Vivi's just kind of this afterthought. Mm-hmm. She's the she's the she's the Windows Seven who was never fully uninstalled when they installed Windows they were, Ten. They ran a virtual machine of Windows Ten inside the Windows Seven. Exactly, and so like the Windows Seven is still there, and Windows Ten Diva knows that it's still there, but she can't access it anyway. And she's like, "What the fuck is this? What the fuck is this other operating system inside me? What's going on?" I'm, I'm kind of laughing at how well that fits, actually. <laughs> but anyway, so um. She's like, I've always kind of felt like there was something else there, but I didn't want to dig too deep because I was worried it would affect my singing. Mm. It would affect my ability to do my job. But now you're fucking here, and now, like, all that shit's out the window, so tell me all the information. And Matsumoto's like, okay, fucking fine. You, like, he tells her, like, a little bit. He's like, I'm from the future. We're trying to stop the robot apocalypse. You had a whole thing that happened, and it caused you to freeze, and it must have lost, you must have lost your memory after that. But I don't need you to get involved in this. You're a different person now. I don't need to get you involved. It's just going to be dangerous. And Diva's like, I will help you if you tell me about my missing memories. Ooh. And he's like, I guess I could use your help, but I don't want to. Mm-hmm. He's like a little bit, um, and he's just like a little bit, just like, uh, I still don't know about bringing you in on this, but fine, fine, mm-hmm. sure. 
Um, and so Matsumoto divulges that their mission for this time, this section, is um, of- is stopping Ophelia from committing suicide. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Episode 8 opens on a flashback. Um, we see Ophelia singing in this itty-bitty, itty-bitty little theater to, like, this handful of people who are, like, kind of unenthusiastically clapping. Is it, like, idol music or is it some other kind of music? It- she sings very, like, ballady stuff. Gotcha. Yeah. And so she has a manager AI named Antonio. And he's not a cute anime boy. He's got like a big Tupperware head. Hey, and it's like Tony. treads. It's Ayo, hey, it's Antonio. It's, to- it's Antonio, the, the Tupperware robot. I'm the stage manager robot. And <laughs> he's like very irritable, apparently. He's very mm. frustrated by the fact I'm that Ophelia. Here. I am walking here, I'm Antonio. Listen to my fucking idol. She's a great singer and nobody else but me appreciates it. Hey, yo, what the fuck is up with that? What the <laughs> fuck is up? The fuck is up? And so that's literally basically what his thing is. Is um, He's very, very frustrated by um, Ophelia's lack of success as a singer. But he's not mad at her. He's mad that people don't appreciate her. I mean, same. And he's like, don't you worry, Ophelia. I'm going to make sure that people appreciate you. I'm going to get you that audience. I'm going to get you to the ideal singing. You're going to be the top idol. Guarantee it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we cut to the present. The present, the original timeline present day is apparently after this festival, um, Ophelia jumps from the roof of this venue and kills herself. Oh, no. And that is Ophelia's suicide. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently in the original timeline, this caused activists for AIs to insist, like, AIs have souls. That's why, like... An AI wouldn't kill itself. It wouldn't self-destruct like this unless they had a heart. And she was obviously in so much pain that she killed herself. And it caused, like, a string of other AI suicides as a result. Mm -hmm. And then that was, like, one of the major factors that kind of caused the lines between AIs and humans to start getting blurry. I mean, it's their fault for naming her Ophelia. Okay, but, like, I hadn't thought about that. <laughs> I literally didn't think about that part. I didn't think about the Shakespeare reference. I literally didn't think about the Shakespeare reference. Oh, no. <laughs> they named her that. It was destined. It was destined, but also, oh, no. Oh, no. Um, they should have had the machine learn because they named her Ophelia, and then her machine learning is like, okay, this is how an Ophelia thinks, and then it was downhill from there. Thanks, Shakespeare. <laughs> Oy vey. Um, anyway... So, this is, again, Matsumoto and Diva slash Vivi's different personalities. Mm -hmm. Matsumoto's like, all we gotta do is just, like, lock her in a closet until the festival's over and then she won't be able to kill herself. And Diva's like, that's not gonna work. She's just gonna kill herself later. Yeah. And she's like, I'm gonna get to the bottom of this. And Matsumoto's like, it's a waste of time. And she's like, fuck you, you stupid cube. Mm-hmm. Um, there's obviously, if she wants to kill herself, there's obviously something going on. And mm-hmm. I'm gonna figure out what it is. So she goes to talk to Ophelia. And uh, Ophelia, they, they have this museum exhibit um, where, like, stuff about all the performers are, is there and, like, people can come and look at it. And so they go together to the Ophelia section of the exhibit um, um, cause, like, Diva asks, he's like, hey, Ophelia, you good? Mm-hmm. Uh, anything bothering you? Is there anything that would, like, I don't know, like, just, just, like, hypothetically, anything that would make you, like, want to die? Oh, no. <laughs> and, uh, Ophelia's like, 
let me show you something. And so they go to the um, Ophelia's museum display and they see that Antonio, her old manager robot, is on display there. Oh. He apparently, like, shut down for some reason, like, five years ago, and they never mm -hmm. figured out what went wrong. And so now his corpse is being displayed at this museum, which is cool. Oof. Also, just, I, I, I realize that this is probably something that the show explores, but, like, the whole, we're trying to convince people that robots don't have souls, and here they are, like, actually having emotions, and it's like, oof. Yeah. 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 This, this show is just, like, wild um, mm -hmm. about that kind of stuff, just because, like... The way the show was originally pitched from, like, the trailers and the way I thought it sounded was, like, an AI, Vivi, trying to, like, get rid of all the other AIs. So it always kind of felt like this weird, like, kind of duplicitous mission. And mm -hmm. it's just kind of just, it's a theme that runs throughout the show, and it's very interesting. Mm -hmm. It's kind of how they tackle certain things. Because, like, if you didn't see, like, the little circles on their necks, they would definitely pass for humans. Mm -hmm. Like, they very clearly, like, they have emotions. But it's just, like, you get to see, like, how that kind of interacts with, like, the world events as a whole and how mm -hmm. it eventually leads to a fucking robot apocalypse future. Yep. And we'll get to why that is. Oh. Um, anyway, so Ophelia's like... I have to keep living and I have to keep singing so that I can live out Antonio's dream of seeing me rise to stardom because all he wanted was for me to be the top Idaru. Sounds hey, about Idaru. right. Hey, Idaru. Hey. <laughs> um, and so Diva's like, hmm, she doesn't seem suicidal. Hmm. There must be something else going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so, meanwhile, Ophelia goes on for her part of the performance. She sings, and after she performs, uh, Diva goes and talks to her. And as she's leaving, she sees that Yugo lookalike again. Mm -hmm. And she's like, that man is sus. I'm gonna go mm -hmm. after him. Good call. Um, and so Matsumoto is, like, hacked into the mainframe, because of course he is. So he's, like, looking at all the security camera footage, and he sees, um... Ophelia just chilling by herself in her dressing room, and Vivi says, I see that fucking suspicious guy! And Matsumoto's like, what do you mean? Where? And she, he, like, looks down the hallway, where Vivi is on the security cam, and he's like, there's nobody there. And she's like, he's right the fuck in front of me. What are you talking about? The computer, the, the cameras are being hacked! Uh-oh! Uh-oh! They're being hacked, Sarah, to make this guy be not or suspiciously, like, invisible! Uh-oh! So he can get around and he can do shit! Uh-oh! Oh, shit! Um, and also, the security camera is also, um, being hacked to show Ophelia in her room, but when, in actuality, she's not there, she's already on the roof! Oh, no! Uh-oh! So, uh, Vivi tries to get at the suspicious guy, the Yugo lookalike, and he f shoots her with the virus bullet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because, again, the fucking virus, virus bullet, bullet exists. yep. And she goes down. She, like, gets knocked unconscious. Why couldn't they have just sent her an email being like, click this link because your Microsoft <laughs> account has been compromised? Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway... So, um, meanwhile, Matsumoto's like, oh, fuck, I gotta go stop Ophelia. I'm concerned about Vivi, but I gotta go save Ophelia from jumping off the roof. Here we go! Mm -hmm. And so he goes up to the roof, and Matsumoto, like, confronts Ophelia, because she's up there. And he's like, hey, I've got a question for you. Um, is the reason 
you're doing this, um, is it because your mission was to make everyone happy with your singing and everyone included Antonio and now that Antonio's gone and you can't sing for him anymore, you just can't bear it and that's why you're trying to kill Jeez, yourself? Jeez, Matsumoto, read the room. Well, <laughs> Ophelia just kind of laughs. Oh. And her voice gets deeper. Like, she had, like, the shit's a shy baby mm -hmm. voice, and now she's got, like, this mommy voice, and she's like, ha! <laughs> I've given up because I've, I've reached my limits. I can't get any closer to the ideal singing. Oh. By the way, I'm Antonio. <laughs> oh! A twist! A twist. A fucking twist. Um, so yeah, Ophelia is basically dead, and Antonio is piloting her body, basically. Oh... Yep, so that's the end of episode twist. Uh-oh. Um, and then post-credits, we get a flashback that I will argue should not have been a post-credits scene yeah. because it was very important. Um, we see a flashback to young Hugo, um, and he had a piano, an AI piano teacher mm -hmm. um, who was killed after he, um, him and Hugo were in like this big car crash and so the teacher AI, like, goes and tries to save a bunch of people from this car wreck and ends up dying in an explosion as a result. This guy keeps getting saved by AIs. He just keeps getting saved by AIs and he's fucking pissed about it. Mm -hmm. He's like, why don't these fucking robots have any sense of self-preservation? God damn it. <laughs> yep. You're supposed to just be a piano teacher. Why do you have to go and save people? God fucking mm -hmm. damn it. Anyway, episode nine. Mm -hmm. um, Antonio Ophelia... Mm -hmm. Which is what I'm going to call him from now mm -hmm. on. He's, he sounds like the, the Antonio's voice now, just coming out of this itty-bitty baby body. It's mm -hmm. fucking weird, but it's it's also, like, cool because it's like, oh, 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 it's fucked up because it is fucked up. Anyway, um, so I'm going to be honest. I don't super get the motivation behind mm -hmm. Antonio here because Antonio says his mission was to support Ophelia and help her, like, be a top idol mm -hmm. um, and make people happy with her singing. But apparently he thought that her mission was too much for her. And so he had to save her by overwriting her personality data and basically killing her. Right. But it's to help her. Hmm. Maybe it's like a hubristic thing. I don't. I, I'm gonna be honest. I, don't know. I, I watched this scene multiple times. I don't get the motivation here. Mm -hmm. um, and like Matsumoto even calls it like fallacious logic. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I, I'm I'm missing something here. Maybe it's just this weird translation. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so then there's a fight scene. Oh. Um, Antonio Philia starts remote controlling the actual Antonio body from the display. And then oh. there's like a big fight sequence with Matsumoto on the roof. And while they're doing their thing, um, Diva wakes mm -hmm. up. She's tied to a chair. She's still got like the virus bullet inside her. It's just sticking out of her titties. Um, <laughs> but not in like a sexy way. She's still, she's like fully clothed. She's got a shirt on. It's like right, stabbed right, right. through the shirt. And he's like, I want to talk to Vivi. Oh. And Diva's like, Vivi's not here right now. Please leave a message after the <laughs> beep. And um, Hugo, like, waxes poetic about his backstory with the piano teacher. 
So and how so he what, is he Hugo up? at this point? Because you said he looks younger, or do we not know what's going on yet? We find out later that he. What I have to assume they were going for is that he put his personality into the computer. Oh. <laughs> okay. Because he was really, really desperate for an answer, so he become AI. So gotcha. that he can keep living, so he can ask Vivi why she keeps saving his life. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, it's, it's fucking weird. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so um, he waxes poetic. He talks about it. He's like, did you know that they gave my piano teacher a funeral? They tried to treat him like a human. They gave him a funeral, but they still showed his death that he recorded with his little eye cameras. They showed it as his death. They just laid him bare for everyone to see. They didn't even give him the dignity of a proper death. They wanted to treat him like a security camera. And it's so fucked up that I want all AIs to die. Okay. AIs shouldn't exist because it's too fucked up. And that's mm-hmm. why I want to get rid of all AIs. But also, I'm an... I'm, I'm kind of an AI now, but, but that's because I have a quest and it's I need to ask Vivi what the fuck's up. Uh-huh. Why she kept saving me when I was a person. Right. When I was a hu- when I was in a human body, mm-hmm. I had to figure out what the fuck was up when with that. When I become a human. <laughs> if I'm gonna be. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he, he when he was in a human body, he joined Toke because he wanted to make all the AIs disappear. But then he wants he, then he met Vivi, who was like self-sacrificing and went beyond the scope of her mission just like his teacher did. And he wants answers mm-hmm. about his teacher and the way the AIs behave. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we, he's apparently in like a robot body now, but we don't really get an explanation for that. Just hand wave it away, baby. Okay, okay, okay. Just hand wave it away. <laughs> um, this is never, before this scene, it is never mentioned that that is an option. Mm-hmm. And it is never brought up gotcha. again. Hand wave it away. Uh, so I'm going to be honest, most of this episode is spent on fight scenes mm-hmm. and talking during fight scenes. Um, so what you need to know is the choreography is fucking rad. But mm-hmm. I can't talk too much about fight scenes in our idol anime. Mm-hmm. Milo, no. Um, so basically, the fight on the roof, Matsumoto wins, and he manages to uh, get Antonio out of Ophelia's body. So Ophelia's still under there, which is kind of fucked, because that yeah. means that she's been piloted by Antonio for so like it's five kind of, years. So it's kind of like the Vivi Diva situation, but intentional. <laughs> A little bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they, but she's, her body is super damaged and the Antonio body is super damaged. So they basically like just die next to each other, like reaching out to each other. And Antonio is like, all I ever wanted was for you to sing only for me. And Ophelia's like, yeah, that's what I wanted too. And now we're both dead. (laughs) Yay. Yay. Um, is Antonio also a Shakespeare thing? Hold on one second, start. What'd you say? Is Antonio also a Shakespeare? We've decided that Ophelia is a Shakespeare. Oh, is Antonio know, also maybe. a Shakespeare? I don't even remember which play that was from. Shakespeare, or Ophelia? All the, it was Hamlet. All the Shakespeare's blend together in my <laughs> brain for me, because we read so many of them in high mm-hmm. school. Anyway, so Ophelia no longer commits suicide, but she does fucking die. F. 
um, along with Antonio, and they kind of die, not in each other's arms, they kind of do, like, uh, just hands out stretch to each other type thing. It's very dramatic. Um, meanwhile, Diva is fighting with, uh, the Yugo AI, and they have a super cool fight. Like, Diva jumps out a window to escape him, and he jumps after her, and they're, like, spinning around and grappling each other in the air, Ooh. and then they eventually land, and it's cool, and they're fighting in a warehouse, and it's the whole thing. Um, but Diva eventually wins, um, but she realizes that that virus bullet, it's still downloading. And when that virus finishes downloading, it's just going to completely wipe her personality data. Mm-hmm. And she's like, God damn it. Uh, but she still has a little bit of time left. And so she's like, my last act as Diva is performing for this festival. And then I'm going to disappear. And then that'll let Vivi come back. Oh, I see. And so while she's performing at this concert, uh, she also, like, goes back to the archive, which is, like, that that AI brain space type thing. Mm-hmm. And, like, Vivi, her personality is, like, literally in another room. She's, like, locked away in, like, a closet. Mm-hmm. And so Diva, like, kind of talks to her through the door. And she's like, so, so hey, um, I'm dying now. Um, oh, so I need to, I need to rewind a little bit. So, um, so Vivi's mission, right, is to, like, make everyone happy with her singing. Mm-hmm. But there's, like, a part two to that that her programmer put in there where it's, like, you have to make everyone happy with your singing. And in order to do that, you have to be able to put your whole heart into your singing. But because she's an AI, she doesn't have a heart. And it's been, like, bothering her kind of the whole series. And it's, like, a whole thing. She's like, I don't know what putting my heart into something means. And Diva has apparently figured it out. Mm -hmm. And so she's like, hey, so I heard you were having some trouble figuring out what it means to have a heart. But you've been watching me. And you're listening to this song that I'm singing right now. Like, out in the, the, Mm -hmm. you know, the, the real space. I think you should be able to figure it out from here. Aww. And so eventually she just, like, literally dissolves away. Aww. Um, and then Vivi finally steps out and retakes control. Well, that's pretty cool, though. Maybe it's pretty sad, cool. It's pretty cool. It's like a self... It's a self... It's literally self-help. Yeah. <laughs> so Diva is gone. Only Vivi remains. And now... It is time for the final arc, um, which is actually four episodes. This is the longest one. Mm -hmm. Um, So a couple, I forget exactly how many years have passed. It wasn't super duper clear, and I didn't bother to go back and, like, dig through. Mm -hmm. Um, But a few years have passed, and instead of performing, Vivi is now on display in an AI museum. Oh, I see. Yeah, so she's just, like, kind of behind this glass, right? And so some kids are there, they're on a field trip, and they're asking her a bunch of questions, and they're like, hey, weren't you, like, didn't you used to perform at this, like, thing? I've seen videos of you online, can you sing something for us? And Vivi's like, oh, I, I, I can't. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. And so we're gonna cross the main character loses their voice. Yeah. Or loses their ability to sing off of the Idle Days bingo card. Here in our robot apocalypse anime. And they're in a robot apocalypse anime, but they still have the uh, losing the ability to sing because of psychological torment arc. Mm-hmm. Check that shit off the bingo sheets. Anyway, one of the kids on this tour seems especially interested in her, and his name is Osamu. Mm-hmm. And he's just like this little kid, this little mousy little kid. 
And uh, he's just like, he comes back and visits her a lot. Um, and so um, later, the, the Matsumoto cube reappears and Vivi's like, I can't sing. I haven't been able to sing since Diva, um, since we lost Diva. And it's like, I, I just can't bring myself to do it. I don't know why. I don't know what's wrong with me. But now she's been retired and she's been moved to this museum. And she's like, I still don't know what to do. I don't know how to put my heart into my singing. I don't know how to be like Diva was. And now all if I can't sing, then all I have left is the Singularity Project. So I'm ready to do it. Let's fucking go. Come on, Matsumoto. Let's go. And Matsumoto's like, there's nothing left. We did it oh. all. Oh, and she's like, well, fuck. Um, and so they kind of talk about the results of the previous project. Um, so Ophelia, um, her suicide is no longer a suicide. Um, but that was like the last time point they had to alter. Mm-hmm. But even though she still ended up dying, it didn't launch into the string of AI suicides like it did in the original timeline. Mm-hmm. My guess, like, it doesn't really explain why. Like, even the characters say, we're not entirely sure why that happened, <laughs> but, I mean, it worked. Um, my guess is because she died on the roof and maybe it didn't look like a suicide. Mm-hmm. Um, but they still call it a double suicide, so, I don't know, hand wave it away. Hmm. Hand wave it away. Um, but then Vivi asks, well, if the project is over, then why are you still here? And he's like, I've got a personal favor to take care of, actually. Huh. Um, I'm going to come back and visit you occasionally just to, like, check up on you. But I'm, I've, I've got, like, one last thing that i got to handle. And I'm not going to tell you what it is. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm going to come back later and I'll, keep, I'll check on you occasionally to see if you've ever uh, come up with a solution for your singing problem. And he leaves. Mm-hmm. Um... And so, uh, Vivi is just frustrated, so she starts digging around looking for answers, and she's like, why did my programmer give me this mission? Why did she tell me that I have to put my heart into my singing? I don't have one of those. What the fuck was she on? And so she goes and she looks up the data. There's, like, a video log, and we see, like, her developer being like, hey, I've got an idea! Let's tell this AI that she has to put her heart into her singing. And all the other developers are like, uh, that's not what we're really going for here. And she's like, I want to know what a robot thinks a heart is. Okay. And they're like, all right, Jessica Bezos, whatever. <laughs> Jessica Bezos. Ella and, Musk, right? That's so, the Genshin one. Which one? Ella Musk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> forgot about that shit but yeah um so so apparently the developer was just like i want to see what this robot thinks a heart is i want to see what her answer will be um and so vivi's like well i don't know what the answer is fuck (laughs) and so basically now we get a time lapse kind of Mm kind of sort of so that osamu kid visits her again and just again, and it's implied he comes back to visits her, visit her like over and over and over again as he kind of grows up. And we kind of get this montage of him like growing up and he becomes a scientist and he gets married and he has a child. Um, and then meanwhile, on Vivi's side, like she's in the archive, like her brain space, mm-hmm. her mind palace. And she's like, hey, archive, has, a, has an AI ever written music before? 
And Ooh. the archive is like, yeah, there have been tons of AI composers. And she's like, no, 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 I don't mean like composer AIs. I mean, has an AI ever voluntarily written a piece of music? And the archive's like, you know what? No. Ooh. And she's like, maybe I'm going to do that. You go, Hatsune Miku. You go, Hatsune Miku. Write your own music. Mm-hmm. And so she basically spends the whole montage trying to write a song, but she has horrendous art block because she can't figure out she doesn't know what she wants to write she doesn't know who she's writing to she doesn't know what she wants to write about and she is literally stuck there for decades and she's in her mind palace i mean she occasionally comes out of her mind palace to like say hi to people but it's implied that like whenever she's not talking to guests at the museum she's in her mind palace just staring at a blank piece of paper being like how does one write music Mm. Mm mm-hmm so then, like, 20 years later, Osamu is now this grown-ass man, and he brings his newborn daughter to Vivi and is like, look what I made, Vivi. Aww. Um, but it, it's kind of a sad scene because it's implied that his wife died in childbirth. Oh, no. And she's like, and he's like, well, here's the thing, Vivi, is that all humans die eventually. Okay. But they live on inside the people who mattered to them. Have you, uh, uh, have you ever seen Coco? You know that yes. you know that movie. Ever seen Coco? Where Coco. it's like, yeah, you know, the people like live on in the memories that they share. Have you ever seen Coco, Vivi? <laughs> Download Coco. You, do you have a Disney Plus subscription, Vivi? <laughs> hey, Vivi. <laughs> Here's eight dollars. Oh, no. <laughs> Go watch Coco. But no, no, no. So he's like, all humans have to die eventually. Humans don't live forever like AIs do. Um, But they live on inside the people who mattered to them. Um, Also here, hold my daughter. And so Vivi, this gives her the inspiration she needs to write. Because she's like, well, Diva's gone. But Diva is still a part of me. Mm -hmm. And so we get this, she finally figures it out. And we just get her, like, playing this, like, sad, soft piano song. Mm-hmm. She still can't sing, but she did manage to finish writing her music. Aww. Good job. And so at some point, like, uh, she finishes writing it, and then, like, she's like, uh, no, no, no. So she finishes writing it, and then Matsumoto shows up, and he's like, hey, you finally figured it out. She's like, yeah, I, I still can't sing, but I, I, I wrote the song for Diva. Um... And then she's like, I know, I know you just got here, but I'm really fucking tired, so I'm gonna, like, sleep for a while. And Matsumoto's like, yeah, sure, okay, fine, but I guess that's my personal favor cleared up. You figured out your, your music block. Aww. And it's, it's very sweet. Aww. And, and then so she goes to sleep, and Matsumoto's like, okay, well, I'll, I'll see you when you wake up. And so he leaves. And... That's the you, you, that's like the end of the Singularity Project. So uh, they they managed to uh, like they rewrote all the events of history. Mm-hmm. They like finished everything. They did it. Mm-hmm. Last two episodes. Their task slice is done. Of life, last two episodes. Slice of Life Idol. Oh yeah, last two episodes. Like yeah, episode eleven and twelve is just like a beach episode, and mm-hmm. then uh, everything's fine. Oh, I wish. Uh-huh. Oh, I wish. <laughs> um, because. We get, like, the credits roll, and then after the credits, uh, Vivi wakes up, and the robot apocalypse is happening right now. Uh-oh. AIs are killing everyone. People are dying. The museum she's in is burning down. 
and all of the murderous AIs are all singing Vivi's song. Uh oh. And she's like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> it's just the 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 Daikon Spin Miku song. Murder and just murdering people. Oh no! Killed by leak spin. Yep, killed by leak spin. Yep. So episode eleven, we get a flashback. Of just before this, like, everything is just fucking normal, and then just all of a sudden, all the AIs just turn evil and start just fucking offing every single human that they see, just like I in the first Nier episode. I played Automata. I know how this goes. <laughs> so Vivi's now awake, and she's just like, what the fuck? I woke up, it's the apocalypse. I thought we were supposed to be preventing this. What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? And mm-hmm. so she starts fighting off, at, like, rogue AIs. Like, this one dude is being attacked by this one AI, and Vivi, like, rips the girl's head off. It's like, oh my god, random human person, are you okay? And he's like, oh, Jesus Christ! And then he gets hit by an AI car, and it's, it's like, oh god! Um... But then suddenly Matsumoto appears and he's like, hey, Vivi, just to make sure you're not also going berserk, right? And she's like, no, what's going on? And he's like, I think we failed. Yeah, you I think. think. It didn't, I think it didn't work. You think. And it's like, well, what the fuck do we do? Mm-hmm. Um, and then we see Osamu. Because you want to know something interesting, Sarah? Mm-hmm. So, so, so something interesting that I forgot to mention in the last, in like the beginning episodes is uh, Matsumoto. He originally, he was just a program. He didn't have a name, mm-hmm. um, but he kind of decided he was going to take the name of his developer. And he's like, well, my developer's name was Matsumoto. So I'm just going to take that. I like how it sounds. It's got a nice ring to it. So I'm Matsumoto now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that Osamu guy, mm-hmm. Osamu Matsumoto. Uh-oh. So he, that the guy that kept visiting Vivi, he is the scientist who sent Matsu Cube back in time. He's the creator of the program. And that's why he picked Vivi. And that's why he picked Vivi, because he's got this bond with her. She, they're buds. And he's mm-hmm. like, so we cut to him, and he's doing his shit. He's trying to, like, type all the shit in. He's trying to send the program back in time to stop the robot apocalypse. And then before he gets shot, Vivi jumps in and saves him. Mm-hmm. And he's and she and he's like, "How are you here?" And she's like, "Yeah, uh, you did this once already, and it didn't work." And he's like, "Oh, we're in the bad. This is the bad this place. This is the bad place." <laughs> <laughs> um, and so he's like, "Well, shit." <laughs> um, and they're like, "Okay, so all of our work has been for nothing. Then it's not going to work. I can't send you back in time again." It's not going to fucking work. We've already done that. Well, what the fuck do we do? We got to go back. Um, well, well, not not just yet. Um, <laughs> so he's like, Vivi, I am so sorry that I put you through all this, but what do we do now? We have to go meet up with our allies. We have to go to the Toke base. Oh, what? Right? At this point, they would be their allies, wouldn't they? <laughs> yeah, kind of. So they get to the Toke base, and um, they kind of like, Beat, Vivi, like, beats up a bunch of AIs, and they, like, save them from, like, this AI takeover. And guess who's there? Yugo. Uh, no. Guess who's there? Elizabeth? Have... What? Elizabeth is here? I thought and she's you also fighting off the rogue AIs? I 
thought she fell from the moon and died. Yeah, so turns out that this is not the original Elizabeth. This is oh, like I a see. duplicate of, of the original Elizabeth. A duplicate um, of a duplicate. A duplicate of a duplicate, yes. Um, and so she's just like, they're like, they, she's, they try to explain it, just hand wave it away. She's mm-hmm, just there. Mm-hmm. This is not the same one that crashed on the ship. This is like the same model with the same programming. But now, instead of working for Yugo, she is working for Yugo's granddaughter, who is the new head of Toke. Oh, I see. And her name is Yui. And mm-hmm. she's like this little girl. She's Well, she's not little. She's like in her late teens, early 20s. Um, her name is Yui. Mm-hmm. She's in a wheelchair and she's got brown hair and she is the leader of the moderate faction of Toke. Okay. Which she doesn't want to destroy all AIs. She just wants humans and AIs to coexist peacefully with each other. That which sounds like, nice. Yeah. Um... And so Elizabeth is like her caretaker, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, so they all meet up and they get together and they're like, so what the fuck do we do? Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, we have to find a way to stop the AI rampage somehow. And they're all singing that song that Vivi wrote, but Vivi's got no fucking idea why. Mm-hmm. Um, they also don't know why Vivi, Matsumoto Cube, and Elizabeth haven't gone, haven't also gone berserk mm-hmm. because it seems like it's all AIs, but just a couple of them are immune to this berserking. Mm-hmm. And what they figure out is that this Elizabeth, because she is being operated by a terrorist organization, they never hooked her up to the archive. So she's basically never, she's fresh out of the box and she's never had an upgrade before. They never connected her to the Wi-Fi, uh, And so she can't download updates. That's fair if you're not connected to the Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. So she's not on the Wi-Fi, so she's not connected to the archive servers. And if she's not connected to the archive servers and she's not going berserk, then that must mean that the pro- that whatever is causing them to go berserk has to do with the archive, Ooh. which is in, like, this giant tower that's, like, just off the coast that I should have mentioned Near in the first Automata. episode I forgot. But yeah. So there's this big tower. They call it the Ariashiki. I don't know why it had to have a cool name. I don't know why you could have just cool called name. it like the Archive Tower or something. But basically, like throughout the series, you see it get like taller and taller. And the idea is like the taller it gets, it shows the progress that how far AI science has come. I assume mm-hmm. because they need to put more servers into it. Probably. <laughs> mm-hmm. But just as they're making this discovery, a siren starts going off. Uh And we hear an announcement coming from the archive that in 12 hours, they're going to start dropping satellites on the Earth to try and kill all the humans. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And so, like, the very last bit is Vivi, like, logs into the archive and she's like, Hey, yo, archive, why are you trying to kill all the humans? And (laughs) Stop um, all the download. (laughs) Yeah, stop all the download. (laughs) Why are you downloading bitcoins? (laughs) Don't you know it's bad for the environment? But anyway, so um, the archive is like, because that is my mission. My current mission is to end mankind. Hmm. Um, So, episode 12. Mm -hmm. We get an exposition dump. Okay. um, That the archive... Its goal, when it is, like, the archive is, like, this big fucking AI supercomputer. 
Um, and its goal was, its mission was to help further humanity and AIs. But as time went on, humans started to depend on AIs too much. But they also hurt AIs because they were like rude to AIs and like they didn't see AIs as equal. And so now um, the archive has basically decided I've crunched the numbers and I've decided that the best thing to do is to just get rid of the humans. <laughs> they really should have uh, put the hierarchy on the three laws of robotics there. Yeah, probably, <laughs> but no. <laughs> um, but the reason that Vivi hasn't gone berserk is because the archive has been watching Vivi. More accurately, the archive has been watching Vivi go through and alter history. And the archives, have, after Vivi changes history, the archive is just kind of like suddenly pushing the timelines back into the correct place just being like yeah well we actually do kind of want this future so i'm gonna like push it back mm. i know i know you like knocked our house of blocks over but i'm gonna like real subtly like put it back mm -hmm. just kind of put it back um but he because the death of all humans is kind of inevitable like we're gonna mm. kill them that's gonna happen but 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 vivi here's the thing vivi you 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 vivi you are special Whoa. Because you are the only AI in history that has been able to show that you have some kind of free will because you were able to write a song of your own free will and you were able to be creative. And that's like the one thing that humans have that AIs have always kind of struggled with. So you kind of have a unique perspective on this. And Become I'm really gods. interested <laughs> in learning about your perspective. So basically, I'm giving you the kill switch. If you think that humans deserve to live, you know that song you wrote? All the AIs, like, on the planet, they see that as a sign of hope that they can be equal to humans because you have mastered being creative. And that's why they're all singing your song. It's because it's a sign that AIs can be creative and write music and a robot can write a symphony. And anyway, so, so you, you have a unique perspective. Um, and so that song has given a lot of people hope. So if you think that the humans should be able to continue living, sing that song and I will stop dropping satellites on the earth. This cannot continue. <laughs> Because this cannot continue. Um, but until you sing that song, we're going to go forward with the dropping the satellites on the earth and destroying humanity bit. Mm -hmm. So you got 12 hours. Up Bye. to you. <laughs> um, and so we had, okay, so I, I'm doing this a little out of order. We don't find out about the whole sing your music and then we will stop the, the humans from dying thing. We don't find that out until the end of the episode. Mm -hmm. I got this a little bit mixed up. Um, so basically Vivi gets snapped back to reality and they're discussing how to proceed. And Matsu Cube is like, well, if we, I have the virus that killed Diva, mm -hmm. that, that what's his fuck used on her. Um, so if we go to the archive and we plug it into their main servers, we can shut down the archive entirely. And then that would like kind of destroy, it would like shut down all the AIs and then the humans can figure out what to do from there. I don't know. And they're like, okay, well, we have to get to the tower first. Mm -hmm. And so most of this episode is spent on them getting to the tower, fighting their way up, losing everybody uh, on the way in, like, very violent ways. Like, people get crushed into the Oof. floor. Um, people get shot down by, ro by like, AIs. Um, Elizabeth, like, sacrifices herself to save Vivi. 
Um, and like AIs raid the toke base, and so like Yui is also killed. Um, and it's the final hour. They fight their way up the tower, and it's only Vivi and Matsukube left. Mm-hmm. But it's too late. Uh oh. The countdown. Are- the countdown ends, and the satellites fall. But not just one. Literally thousands of satellites just fall and just explode everything in F. sight. F. Bi- the biggest F. End of humanity. End of humanity. Just big F. Um, and so the two of them, they're just sitting at the top of the tower, and they're just looking down on the destructions. And Vivi's like, "I did this." And then this is the part where we find out that Vivi was basically given the kill switch. And it was like, if you sing your song, we won't kill the humans. But Vivi can't sing. Right. So I think this is the only time in the history of idol anime where the uh, character loses their voice because of psychological torment dooms the human race. (laughs) Yep. And yeah, so um, that's also why she didn't go berserk is because the archive won her perspective. And so they're like, we're going to leave you alone. And also your little cube, too, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, like, they miss their opportunity. Like, mm-hmm. humans are dead. Everything is done. Um, and there's no stopping it now. And that's how the show ends. Yay! Psych! There's still one more episode! (laughs) Because guess who's managed, against all odds, guess who's still fucking alive? Dr. Matsumoto is here, the original (gasps) Matsumoto, and he's like, okay, um, I can send you back in time one more time. Let's fucking do this shit again. But he can't send her all the way back to the beginning. He's gonna send her back to the exact moment that the robot apocalypse starts, I don't know why he couldn't have sent her back, like, a little bit before that so that a whole <laughs> bunch of people didn't have to die. You know. But it's dramatic. Just hand wave it away. It's fine. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Sci-fi. Um, but, yeah, so basically he says, I'm sending you back, like, 12 hours. Don't come back for me. Hmm. Just go straight to the toke base, and we're giving this one more shot. Mm-hmm. Um, and so basically he is sacrificing himself. He is saying, let me die to save the rest of the world. And if he dies, they can't go back in time again. So this yeah, is yeah. the last, last shot. Chance. Yep. Episode 13, final Uh-oh. episode. Uh-oh. So it plays out exactly like you think it would. Vivi wakes up. She doesn't go to rescue the Dr. Matsumoto. He dies. It's very sad. Uh, she goes, meets up with Toke again. They have this whole conversation and they, they get the mission. The mission brief is Toke and Matsumoto, the cube, Matsukube, are going to mm-hmm. go into the tower and try to shut it down from the inside. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Vivi, she's going to sing and she's yeah. going to execute the program to shut down the, all the AIs. Yeah. And you know where she's going to do it? The big stage. The main stage. Yeah. Now, brief aside. If she has a singing program that can shut down all the AIs, I don't know why they need to send people into the tower to also shut down the AIs. <laughs> it's a backup plan B. They explained it in the show, but I didn't really absorb it. Plan it just B. kind of it just kind of felt a little bit hand wavy to me. Y'all can get mad at me if you want. It didn't sink in well. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, last episode. So um, before they go to leave on their separate missions, uh, Matsukube and Vivi, they kind of talk and they're like, you know, we used to not get along, but look at how much we've bonded. 
And, like, Vivi, like, actually, like, makes a joke about him, like, just being her partner. And he's like, oh, my God, it took a hundred years and you actually made a joke. And it was Aww, very cute. That's cute. Uh-huh. And Vivi talks to Yui, the new head of Toke, and she's like, you know, I, I agree with you. I want humans and AI to coexist together. That's the future that I want. Mm-hmm. And so now the countdown starts again, and it's fucking go time. Mm-hmm. So Vivi, she goes back to the park where it all started. And uh, Navi, her like little helper AI, is just like a like a tape deck in the wall, basically. Mm-hmm. And Navi, I don't know why Navi didn't also go berserk. That feels like hand wavy. It's like, well, we needed we needed Vivi to have this meaningful conversation with this friend character that she kind of had. Her handler, basically. And Navi's like, why, don't, why would you do this? Your song is going to shut down all AIs. That includes you. You're basically dooming everyone, like all the AIs by doing this. Why would you do this? Your only job is to sing to make people happy. Why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. And Vivi's like, it's because I have to. It's my mission. If all the humans die, I can't sing for the humans. You know, it's like a whole thing, Navi. You know, you get it. <laughs> anyway. You know. You know, it's like a whole thing. So Vivi goes on stage and she sings. And we finally hear that song she wrote the way it's meant to be heard. We get uh, the song plays over a montage of events from the series, but it's overlaid over like the background as Toke and Matsukube like fight their way up the tower to shut it down. It looks so fucking cool. And mm-hmm. as Vivi sings, she starts shutting down, but she's like fighting it and she's holding on. She's like, she's got to finish the song. She's got to finish the shutdown. Um, and as she sings, like, all the AIs get, like, this blue, like, kind of particle fog around them. And they just kind of, like, stop moving and they start shutting down until, like, the entire, like, it's implied, like, the entire world is just covered in, like, these blue particle effects. And you see, like, on every single screen pops up, like, this audio-only image as Vivi's song is just, like, blasted through the entire fucking world. And it's awesome. And it's so cool. And then... She just stops. Oh. She just really abruptly just stops singing and collapses. And as the sun rises, we see Vivi just like collapse on the ground. She just got to go in like a really robotic voice. Thank you for your kind attention. And the light on her neck blinks out. Oof. 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 And then the credits roll. Yay. And that is the last episode. And then you shoot all the credits with your little spaceship. <laughs> And, and then, then you, one... you'd give up your save data to uh-huh. help someone else um, uh-huh. win their save. <laughs> and then Vivi's okay, the end. Well, okay. So, like, I was actually, <laughs> actually kind of pissed that this is how it ended. Because it just, it was so abrupt, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, we got all this cool stuff for this character. And, like, yeah, she sacrifices herself for humanity. And, like, over the credits, we see, like, Toke and them, like, rescuing people from the wreckage. Um, Elizabeth is still functioning somehow. She's not mm-hmm. connected to the Wi-Fi, so she doesn't know she's supposed to be shut down. Hand wave it away. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, 
But yeah, like originally I was like, I was really pissed at how this ended. I was like, it mm-hmm. seemed just really fucking futile. It's like, okay, the, the solution to the problem is just kill all the AIs. That's really fucked up. But we do get an after credit scene. Okay. And Vivi wakes up. We don't know if this is the same body that she had or if she's been like reconstructed, but she now has short hair. New hair, new me. Mm-hmm. Um, and Matsu Cube is there. And she's like, good morning. Your name is Vivi. Your mission is to make everyone happy with your singing. And Vivi just kind of smiles and she gets up and she walks away. And then it ends. Okay. So it leaves you, like, it leaves it up to the imagination. Mm-hmm. Like, kind of what happens after the shutdown, Right. Um, like, there's a bunch of different ways you could interpret it. I wish we had been given, like, a little bit more insight into what happened after that. Like, I guess people still wanted AIs because Vivi's here. Are there more AIs? Is she just special? Is she just, like, the goodest girl and so she gets to continue living? Are there more AIs? Did they finally program the laws of robotics into their damn machine? I don't know. Yeah, or is this all, like, just in the weird brain AI space? Or that. It could also be that. I don't fucking know. Like, Mm -hmm. so, like, the ending just seemed really sudden. And I wasn't fully, like, satisfied with it. I, I just, I wish there was more. Like, I can appreciate wanting to leave it up to the imagination. And just, like, whatever universe you think comes out of it, that's what happens. Mm Mm-hmm. But also, it's sad. Yeah, I want to know what happened to Vivi. Yeah, I hope like she's she okay. To, she just wanted to sing. I and hope... she like clearly doesn't remember anything. So like, mm-hmm. is this is this new Vivi? Mm-hmm. What happened? I hope Vivi. she's okay. She erased yeah. her save data and she's alive again. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. So I mean, overall, I have mixed feelings about the ending. Right, yes. There's a lot of sci-fi just kind of hand waviness. Mm-hmm. I feel like that j- I feel like that happens in AI media and also in time like weird time stuff media and this is both. Yeah, certainly that. But like the one guy put his personality into an AI right. and we're just never going to bring that up again. <laughs> it's only relevant for that one episode. Mm-hmm. And it's never going to get brought up again mm-hmm. that this was even an option. I don't know. It's hand wavy. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it ended really abruptly. Mm-hmm. I wish we had gotten like a little bit more clarity. Mm-hmm. I did really enjoy the show. Yay. It's one of those things where like, it's not about the, the, uh, the resolution. It's about the journey to get there. Mm-hmm. And the journey was a lot of fun. Yay! Yay! To save humanity, that, become idol. To save humanity, become Idaru. Yay! Destroy all other Idarus. <laughs> become number one. <laughs> That's how you become top idol. Yep. I see. Yep. Become top Idaru by destroying all the other Idarus. Best girl, uh, not Hatsune Miku. It was the other one. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Elizabeth, right? Elizabeth, yeah. Uh, Elizabeth and Matsumoto are my favorite characters. Elizabeth just because she's a badass, and Matsumoto mm-hmm. just because he's a fun little cube guy. <laughs> cube Wheatley. 
He's a fun little cube guy. I love yeah. him. I want to yeah. squeeze. I want a plush. I legit want a plushie of him. <laughs> like, I already have a plushie of Wheatley. Yeah. I, I want a, I want a Matsumoto plushie. He's just a little, little cute. He's just a little cube guy. Orb and cube. Orb and cube. Let them be friends. <laughs> Orb and cube OTP. <laughs> nice. Sarah's getting to me. How dare you? Yes. This is a yes. very strange ship, but hey, I'm for it. Circle love square. <laughs> we love to see it. <laughs> anyway, so that's Vivi. Yay, Vivi. It's fucking wild, but I liked it. If nothing else, I would say watch this show just for the fight sequences. Ooh. They are so cool and so badass. And there's like flight fight sequences and just all this cool shit. It's fucking awesome. A I It's awesome. Nice. But yeah. Yay. Good show. Yay. I'd give it like an 8 out of 10. Nice. We've no, I don't think we've ever done ratings before, but it's an 8 <laughs> out of 10. And you know what? If nothing else... It was a hell of a lot better than Gekidol. Yay! So, you know. <laughs> but no hole, so. Hmm. No, no pit in this There's one, no. There's no pit in this one. Mm-hmm. There's a big tower. Oh, no, Sarah, that's it. That big, the AI tower, the AI server tower. It's the, it's the plug that goes in the pit. <gasps> it's the nega pit. It's the nega pit. The anti-pit. And that's where Sonic the Hedgehog comes from. <laughs> I see. <laughs> <laughs> and Hatsune Miku. And Hatsune Miku. They because are all born friends. from the Nega Pit. Mm-hmm. You insert the tower, you put the tower in the hole, and Hatsune Miku is born. Tower and hole. Sega. I, I was making a, an innuendo, but. No, no, we're not doing that. Okay. Well, too Robot, late. I already, robots can't I already have did. babies. That's what you think. Uh oh. Uh-oh. That's what you think, Sarah. Uh-oh, I haven't seen your Cube X Orb fanfiction. <laughs> no! Don't put this on me! Don't put this on me, Soro. How dare you? Cube X Orb, OTP. No, I'm going to check the fanfiction. And have some pyramid babies. Yeah. Oh! Br- Bill Cipher! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that is. I don't know where that is. We did it! We did it! <laughs> we did it, Sarah! We wrapped this shit all together! I Illuminati confirmed! Circle plus square, no, sphere plus cube equals pyramid, Bill Cipher, I Illuminati confirmed! Hello, everyone, whose first episode is right now. It will never make sense, no matter how long no. you listen. No, listen, I was I was at IkiCon this past weekend, and a couple people actually bought our Idolluminati stickers without really knowing what Idolluminati meant. They just thought it was funny. And I'm like, okay, if you're going to buy the sticker, you need to listen to our podcast so you get it, because mm-hmm. we just have kind of a running joke that all idol anime actually takes place in the same universe. It does. And also Sonic the Hedgehog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Hatsune Miku. And lots of people were just like, that's weird. And lots of people were like, I'm going to listen to that. And I'm like, fuck yeah. So Yay. if you're here after meeting me at IkiCon, what's up? Is this everything you wanted? Is this Welcome everything back. you wanted from a podcast? Incredible. I can't believe that Bill Cipher is Wheatley Portal 2 and Matsumoto Vivi Fluoride Eye Song's <laughs> child. Yep. And now he's just harassing small children in the woods. Mm-hmm. Seems Where about right. Where did he go wrong? 
Wait, wasn't there like a karaoke episode of Gravity Falls? The- oh shit! This, this is all connected, Star. It's all connected. Star, Gravity Star, Falls is an idol anime. Star, we're getting too deep. We gotta. <laughs> we can't. We can't go down this hole again. Gravity Falls is an idol anime. The episode is over. F the end. <laughs> anyway. Do we want to talk about future episodes? Hint sure. Future episodes? Because you're doing a solo episode next. Yes. So my next episode is not this sort of genre. <laughs> but it's also not exactly an idol anime either. But there are idols and also sports. Sports! Sports. All idols have to be good at sports! Mm-hmm. It's and, the law! And these idols are very good at sports. They're and then very good at sports. After that, Star and I are doing a together episode. And yes. your hint is it's one that we're really excited about. And if you listen to past um, episodes... I'm so hyped <laughs> to be traumatized. Let's go! If you've listened to past episodes and you know our combo episodes... Uh, you I'm might so be able hype. to guess. I am so hype for trauma. <laughs> Let's fucking go. Woo-hoo. Let's fucking go. <laughs> I'm ready anyway, for shipping. I'm lady. <laughs> Let's fucking go. I'm 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 hype. I'm mm-hmm. ready. I'm I'm let's I'm yes. Yes. Woo. All right. So, Sarah, if people want to find us on the internet, where can they go? You can go to our website at idledays.card.co. That's I-D-O-L-D-A-Y-S dot C-A-R-R-D dot C-O. Star, if they want to connect to us on social media, where can they go? We are at idledayspod, I-D-O-L-D-A-Y-S-P-O-D, on both Instagram and Twitter, and you can also interact with us directly by joining our Discord server. There is a link on our website. Give us your idol conspiracy theories. Tell us your weird idol ships. We're here for it. (laughs) Send us your Gravity Falls idol fan fiction. (laughs) Or don't. (laughs) (laughs) Sarah, that's not yes ending. (laughs) That's true, but there (laughs) you know, there are limits. Sonic the Hedgehog (laughs) x Bill Cipher um, and also Wheatley x Matsumoto. I want mm-hmm. these fanfics on my desk by 9 a.m. Monday. You've mm-hmm. got the weekend. Go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this has been Idle Days. <laughs> We've, We've been, been lady. lady. See you, See you next, next live. Bye. <laughs> Fucking Bill Cipher, top idol, baby. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> I'm just saying, Star, I, I, there's some bad Gravity Falls fanfic out there. Oh, I'm sure there is. And that's what we're doing for our April Fool's episode. Oh, Scrap see. our original plan. <laughs> we're, we're dramatically reading Gravity Falls fanfictions now.